and welcome to episode 361 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, a place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello! And he was the inspiration behind the smash hit single, Blame It on the Boogie, it's Tony Esmond. <laughs> I was all prepared for you to mention me having me in the bath then, literally. No, no. On the drive this morning, I was thinking, he's definitely mentioning the bath. I'm not we may reveal that later in the show. <laughs> Yeah, he may reveal that. Stay or, tuned, listener. Or, or, may, or maybe I'll, I'll wait until the right time to destroy Tony's yeah. career. Uh, <laughs> what career? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there'll be a long, drawn-out court case that people will be able to watch on on TV and be obsessed about for weeks on end. But no, it's us three this week. A bit of comics talk. We've been out and about. Yes, fresh air. It's. I'm not used yeah. to it. And it's I'm a bit tired. So, <laughs> so we, were gonna, we were going to have Tom on, but you know he's been on a couple of shows now. He's he's going yeah, up in the yeah, charts, and he's yeah. ah, I won't bother this week. He yeah, said, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he yeah. can't make it. But we would have had him on. They said uh, they always say go out, go outside and touch grass, don't they? That's the the phrase. Touch cloth. Who, who says that? Who says they say that? When, if you're too long on the internet, they go you should go outside and touch some grass. I mean, I literally did that because I took up the lawn. All right, weekend. don't lodge it. The old one. Yeah, yeah, I've seen right, the pictures. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Mate, that was fucking back-breaking labour. <laughs> calm down, Charlie Dimmock. Anyway. I, I, where was it we were in, Vince, yesterday? As we walked out, I said, yeah, and I, and I had a poo. And you went, you just said it so those people by the door heard you, didn't you? I tell you what, yeah. it, was, it was It was as we were exiting um, the comic art exhibition of an event. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite quiet in there, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it was classy. It was reserved. It, <laughs> It was where all the nice people hang out, and you just drop that clanger. I don't think we actually went back into that room again. Couldn't we? No. <laughs> but I tell you what, we can do. We can yeah. talk about our lovely sponsors, Comic House. We can. Yes. Yes. The lovely folks at Comic House who love any comics just as much as we do. That's why they're different to everyone else. Um, there's a huge selection of titles on the Comic House database. If you self-publish, you can list your books on there. It's another avenue to get your books out to the world. Plus, you can also put digital copies of your books because everyone has them now it's a must let's be honest but you can put them on the comic house app and start making extra pennies dollars i don't know i don't know any other types of currency Um, no you can't make rubles (laughs) but but, um because people will be able to read your comics on comic house Mm. and uh yeah it's well worth it we've all got stuff all around the world yeah and I, 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 I can't find my baby. But I can certainly find some amazing comics on the Comic House app. What's on there at the moment, Dan? Uh, that's terrible, by the way. By Simon Spurrier <laughs> and uh, Ryan Kelly. We've got Cry Havoc. Uh, maybe followed up by Let's Slip the Dogs of War. Okay, uh, is that a sequel? Uh, I, I, I'm just throwing that title out there. That's not... It's a freebie to them. Uh, you can yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you can have, okay. have that sigh. Put some dogs in it. Uh, we've got <laughs> Peace of Mind for Fraser, Korea and Jones. And we've also got uh, oh another Cry Havoc issue five. There we go. And Mandy the Monster Hunter. There you go. Uh, oh, and, I mean, Portsmouth. A whole funny. load more. Yeah. We've got all our titles on there. Many of the the, the, the titles we've recommended and reviewed uh, can be found in there too. Did you read that comic they did about the OnlyFans lady? Have you read that yet? I have not read that. Have you read it? I haven't yet. It's in my pile. I'm ready. I'm a bit. Ah, scared. brilliant. Yeah. No, I'm scared. I'm looking forward to that. 
Go wait till when the mission goes out. Well, 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 I'll I'll tell you you what, Tony. While you're um, building up the courage to read that one, why don't you just (laughs) go to comichouse.com. So so professional. Check out a 14-day free trial and dive headfirst into the world of uh, small press that we talk about every week. I love headfirst. it when you say head first. You always say every week. Although, like, like if you go walking, if you go jump in the deep end of the pool, do you do it head first? No. That's I bomb. I usually do a bomb. Mm. What about you, Dan? How do you dive? Or you slip into the water like a, an otter off the bank. <laughs> <laughs> and your bum. That, that is a creepy visual, man. <laughs> Just oh, see you lowering yourself down to the side of a pool like a fucking salamander. And just... I just sort of <laughs> visualise him. It's it's night. He's got his night scope on. You know, face first. <laughs> I just drag myself along the side and then sort of slip in. <laughs> you do like, don't let go of the side. Don't let go of the side. Don't pull me off. Don't pull, pull me. Don't what? What? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I got kicked out for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no heavy betting in the Look, pool. <laughs> oh dear! All that a wank in the swimming pool, aren't we? Ignore him. Anyway, <laughs> it's, 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 it's going to be that kind of show this week. But I tell you, um, before we get into like um, the events and stuff that we we've, we've been out and about oh. this weekend, um, back to the Hellbound Media guys. They hmm. are a real example of like really sort of really pounding the pavement in terms of like just doing loads of different events i think they were at the was it liverpool tattoo convention or something like that they were at- oh right okay yeah and it's um i bought giallo off them and had a good conversation about giallo movies when yeah. i saw them which was good yeah. i read in one of the facebook groups i think it's the uk comic lot one of the guys went to a book fair to sell his comic and fucking did really well all right. uh, like you guys have said before, or at least one of our guests, go into these venues that are not solely comic focused. Yeah, and that's what saying, we did. This the menu. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. And what was it? Your, I mean, now that you like, so you had some time from it. What, what was your sort of thoughts of that sort? Of, not the the event itself, but that experience of being comics in an uncomic world. It was all right, man. I think because we would literally introduce ourselves to people because, you know, as we were setting up, we went and said loads of people. So yeah, we yeah. said, oh, we're the comic guys. You know, we're doing comics. Oh, yeah, they're the comic guys down there. You know, and it, it is easier to sell them that way. Yeah. Um, and we got, and obviously, um, Adam has a book called Satan's Library. So that was an easy given, you know, with yeah, a pentagram nice. on the front of it and stuff. Um, but we got a lot, lot of footfall at the table, a lot of chatting at the table. And it was okay. Probably did better at that one when he'd done a lot of conventions. Uh, these comics are still seen as, at least in this country, they can be quite subversive. Yes, and we are, aren't we? So, yes. I think, yeah, a little bit underground. You know, yeah, you would, you'd be given as not well. given a pass, yeah. but you'd be like, yeah, they, they belong here. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of things we could get away with with an underground vibe to a comic. You could probably do a record fair, you could do a music festival. You know, there's lots yeah. of stuff you could do. You couldn't do it if you were just selling Marvel, maybe, or no. you know, if you just had a very sort of I don't know, Straight. some sort of you know, unicorn comic or some mm. sort of very dour auto bio comic. But I think if you're if you've got that sort of fanzine auto bio um fanzine underground kind of vibe to it, I think you could probably do a lot of stuff. I think you, know? you might do like if you had a, a horror title, depending yeah, on the, yeah. the, the, the 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 Satanist one. Yeah. Uh, I do I do well, want Des to, like... did the horror cons, doesn't he? Des does yeah. Des when yeah. does sci fi and horror conventions and yeah. still, he likes them. The crossover crowd has got to be fucking massive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And you got you need to sort of focus in on that sort of 
those niches. niches. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do wonder about like when people do like craft fairs or something like that. How it doesn't seem like well, it would, it would be the audience for it. But I think it depends on your product. I think Al yeah. Henderson does quite well because he's got like badges and artwork and strip yeah. books and stuff like that. And I think I think he's got, his he's stuff got a wide range range of product. Yeah, he, Al Henderson. yeah. But I think I think that stuff would do better than. So, for example, all due respect to it, and I love it, but Vanguard maybe, you know, yeah, I suppose, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or my stuff, yeah, you know, craft, you know, somebody selling doilies and me going, look at this cock, you know, it's not yeah. really, yeah, you know. you, can't turn, time... you can't turn up with like an like an independent superhero or horror comic at like a craft fair and and then yeah. be really sort of bummed that you didn't do very well. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. 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 You know, Last time went to a fucking right. craft fair, like there was, there's always someone selling homemade jams. <laughs> And like he had like a biscuit. Here we go. Like, here we go. Go on, Dad. Yeah, it was like, about to get dirty. Yeah. He had like <laughs> two pl- blue plasters on the end of his finger, and he gave me the, the thing with the cracker. And I try that, and I was like, "Fuck's sake!" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know where these fucking plasters have been." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, it's really good." So, well, that's people in catering. Here's an interesting fact for you: wear blue plasters because there's very little blue food in yeah, case yeah. the plaster you falls can see off. It. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what was the cracker like? Was it nice? Did you wake up later? There was the jam on it. What kind of jam, jam was it? I think it was a strawberry and something. Uh, I'm a fan yeah, of jams. Yeah, can't go. Um, one one of my favourite things to do in life is sing um, the song Black Betty, but then change the lyrics to Bramble Jam. Yes. Anyway, That's what it's like um, in the country. Um, anyway, you took the piss out of me. I was telling you some beautiful story about seeing a deer when I was out on a run, and you went, oh, city people, ain't seen no animals, <laughs> like that. <laughs> It's so rare that I get to be on that side. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, well, you like, or whatever you carrot, and you're just yeah. bullying you me all the time. A junkie, yeah. you know, it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're very nice to each other in real life, by the way. Yes, we are. We we did have a chuckle. It was yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. But I know. Um, <laughs> back to like the the yes. comics events and stuff. I am like. And I see like a lot of the like people who have been on this show or past guests or people we know, and you know whether it be on social media or Instagram and stuff. Usually on Instagram, because people are posting like, "Oh, here I am set up at this event," mm. and, and it always fascinates me when they're like at a local, just at a local place, you know, little yeah. zine fair or yeah, I like craft that. fair. Yeah, I, I love seeing that. Um, Anywhere where there's a lack of competition, you've got yeah. to be off for a winner. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And certainly, we're we're definitely interested to know how well you do at these events um yeah. so not because know. we're all going to go then and do it it's just no, you know no. so get in touch with us and let us know how you do because it's easy enough for us to sort of say well our craft fair you're not going to do very well with comics at like that but we we have no experience we so it's the yeah. local county fair to where i live as yeah. well okay. which i was quite interested yeah. in um because i live just north of london so it's hertfordshire right yeah and um they've got at the end of my road is is the is the county fair, and I, I was actually driving back this morning thinking, I wonder what, whether that would be any good. You know, comics yeah. made in you know because we're both from the county. Yeah, yeah you know, maybe I wonder whether we they might go well get yeah. in there. But then you you know it's like all these blokes in their fucking loafers and walking sticks, and us yeah. you know you know what we're like our comics. <laughs> yeah, where you yeah. get that, or you kind of get families out for the day, so it's not for, for maybe not the crowd, but it's always worth a pun. I like it. I'm a fan of a gilf. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> but I said I think stuff like the venues, the uh, Satanist one—that's a good shout. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Like a metal yeah. gig or something like mm. that. Here's yeah. the other. Here's another one for you. Erotica. 
Yeah. Now, I used to, I used to be in an office that was next to Earl's Court, and it was there, and um, that's full of fucking freaky leather people, you know, and tattooists <laughs> and all that sort of thing. Sex uh, to any of our uh, freaky leather people listeners, um, we mean no offense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, uh, you'd have, you'd see some fucking sights of your table in there, surely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I imagine it's. I don't know what goes on inside it, but well, I like to imagine what goes on inside it but, in the show. You mean? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Damn. That was low hanging fruit. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh dear, yeah. You yeah. must, must be some fucking yeah. You must see some sights. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, maybe if you sold erotic comics or something like that at that kind of show, I reckon you'd do all right. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I think you'd have yeah, to yeah. polybag it and sort of say, look, no, you don't open it. I uh, mean, so, someone like Jenny, <laughs> someone like use Jenny, a line Jenny, from Jenny, white, white free. Use yeah. the uh, line from eight millimeters. So you pay before you pump. Yeah. <laughs> Someone like Jen Yilblad's going to uh, clean yeah, up. Yeah, she'd do right that, yeah. wouldn't she? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, get in touch if you <laughs> if you do any of these kinds of shows. You go to a sex convention, get in touch. Yeah, please. Yeah, so. selling selling <laughs> comic books. Essentially, selling comic books at a venue that isn't comics orientated. That's that's quite fascinating. Yeah, that's the rub. Yeah. But there was a comics event that was sort of comics orientated. Um, that me yes. and Tony and mm. the wonderful Tom Curry came. Yeah, he joined us, didn't he? Yeah, he Among joined us. Other people, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Harris um, turned up, didn't she? Yeah, Sarah Harris came down. We were at Law- Lawless, which took place on the Saturday and Sunday of this past weekend. Um, as as we're talking, it's the 29th, so it's 28th and 29th in Bristol. Um, we only popped over mm. for the Saturday. Uh, to meet up, have a cuddle, and wander around and see some comic art. Yeah. Thoroughly... Quite a romantic meeting when I was waiting for you and wait. I did that. Do you remember when you pulled in on the train down near my house yeah. and I did that wave from the car park from this? Yeah. Like in a rom com. I, I did live, the same one. Live forever yeah. in my memories. Yeah, I, yeah, I did the yeah. same one as Vince was walking. I rang Vince and he had something up with his phone. He's like, blah, 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 like this on his you phone. You were calling me noises. on WhatsApp. Who? You, why are you calling me on WhatsApp? Why are you, you calling me on WhatsApp? <laughs> I'm a don't do my, don't do my and, voice uh, if you can't do my voice. And he, said, right? uh, <laughs> he said, I'm having the worst day. I've had to download an app to park my car. Hold on, hold on. Right. I tell you what, you need to come with a fucking. Some sort of warning, because I did not say I'm having the worst day. That's, that's what I said. Like. I've just got here, and I've got. I'm just sorting out my parking. I've got to download an app, and you were like, "That's what you were like on the phone." <laughs> and then as he came out of the car park, he was like, "Face like thunder, Dan." Really? Nah. <laughs> and um, I was doing that wave from down the road, all the way down the road. There was other people walking towards me, or looking at you me. You went again. all the way Is down the road at me? across the yeah. street. Is he waving at me, and I'm no. So I continued it for about five minutes. Yeah, yeah. As he walked towards me, and then when I saw him, I started running in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> until we uh, we met up in unison. So uh, <laughs> you know, it's a thin line between love and hate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pleasure and pain. <laughs> yeah. But then we immediately rocked up, got our press passes, so we felt self-important. And <laughs> didn't have to queue up because we're large in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Got, we got a free bag of stuff though, didn't we? Um, who's the idea you gave us the free bag? Uh, mm. Is McAuliffe was there? Stacey Whittle. Yeah, it's Stacey. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Iz Stacey, was there, wasn't yeah. She? Yeah. yeah. Iz wasn't there when I got my pass. I don't know where she was. I was having a, I was having a proper catch up with her, and just I was halfway mm. through catching up with her, and then they opened the doors fully. 
so I left them to Oh, that's right. Because yeah, yeah. Saturday was sold out, and there was a real buzz. There was loads. The long of line to get in, wasn't there? Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, a fun day was had. Like lots of there was loads of like. I mean, if you, it's a two thousand AD show, isn't it? I know, I know, some small press, but and stuff like there was a room. British like, comics, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, British isn't comics, it, but um, yeah. there was a lot of like. Uh, well, I mean, Brian Bollum was there. I didn't. I didn't even stop at his table because he seemed to be so busy. When he... <laughs> yeah, he was. John Wagner. I said loads yeah. of downstairs. Yeah. Um, uh, Dan Cornwall. He was good company. We had a good. Mm-hmm. I had a good chat with him a couple of times. He's oh. doing me a Hammerstein actually, which he's going to post to me. Oh, right. nice. All right. Seri- cool. Seriously, listeners, if you see Dan Cornwall at a convention, literally bite his arm off for an original page of artwork because it's lovely <laughs> yeah. stuff, and it's cheap. Some amazing pages are <laughs> like fifty quid. What was yeah. he selling? Rock of the Reds and some dread. Yeah, uh, I, there, was there was there Rock of the Reds. I'm not sure if there's Rock. Of yeah, the Reds. there was loads. Yeah, that's what um, Eamon bought. He bought a Rock. Of the oh Reds yeah, because there was some football. Yeah, yeah, some football pages and stuff yeah, yeah. in there. Um, yeah, um, and he told us a story about how like he, what was the story he did for Dread? Citadel. Citadel. He sold a whole whole a whole story to one dealer, didn't he? To one <laughs> to one buyer. So. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. good. So like, that's why I think. These people are not stupid, these people. Are they know people who are going places. And I think the thing is with him is, to me, may not be to everyone, but I think he's the best artist in 2000D pretty much at the moment. He's yeah. one of the best storytellers, definitely. And yeah. I think people are seeing that. Because almost, to me, he feels like the new Carlos, in a way. God bless that's, Carlos. But, wow, that's high praise. You know, wow. And um, I think people see that. And I, I don't think it'll be long before someone snaps him up in the States. There is a real sort of classic feel... To his artwork, mixed with the modern sort yeah. of widescreen dynamics yeah. that that comes. And no, he no, there's never a bit of half-assing by him. Jesus Christ! Some never. of the backgrounds, yeah, but yeah. like I was looking through some of the original pages, and I stopped at a page that was essentially a splash page of just a top-down shot of a football stadium. A football yeah. stadium, me. I don't give a shit about that. But I was looking at this page, thinking, "Fucking hell! Look well, at the architecture on that." Yeah, yeah, and his head sketches are only twenty quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's good, and he's been on the show, and we're a fan of yeah. his, and he's our buddy, and he we had, we had a chuckle with him, and it's always yeah. good to see him. Um, yeah, yeah, that was he's, he was a high point. Um, yeah. Who else did you speak to, dude? Oh, um, Tablin, Dave Brown was there, wasn't he? Yeah, Dave Brown. I, I didn't I get long good... enough with Dave. I just sort of said hello to him, and then I was, um, was chatting to someone else. But you had a I long had, chat. Yeah, I had a good old long chat with him. I picked up the Shaman Kane issue seven from him. <clears throat> got, oh, okay, cool. Got a bit of insider scoop on uh, what's to come for Shaman. Well, I mean, the work in progress or some uh, pages. Eight is pretty much almost completely done. Uh, he started on nine. Um, he's just an absolute beast, that man. And Shaman, Dave's a solid, good storyteller. He does yeah. good comics and he does them continuously without fucking shouting his mouth off. He is just a great creator. I think he's, <clears> he's one of the, he's, to me, he's one of the sort of. Um, you know the big, the big small presses who I think yeah. of. You know, and he has um, a, he has like a, a character, like an actual sort of. And he's a great colorist, yeah. right? You know? yeah. He really knows how to, how to lay color down, which I really yeah. like. It, it, yeah, yeah. he's an absolute workhorse, man. Does he is, fucking he? Yeah. does it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was telling me, like, um, obviously with Shaman Kane, I mean, Seven is is a one is a sort of a, a one shot, sort of one and done. You don't need to read anything yeah. else to, to read it. And I was like, oh right, cool. You know, I'll pick that up. I'm going to read that after we finish this show, actually. Um, <clears throat> but he was saying, like, there's a 12-issue arc planned stuff, um, and then he'll get the issues out, and then probably there'll be an omnibus 
in the future. But no, I'd have to get that. And he, he says, like, you know, at the yeah, sort, of, nice at the sort of planning yeah. he's got, obviously mm. life can life can obviously sort of get in the way and, and stuff, but it's always good to make the plans, isn't it? And sort of set your deadlines, which is clear Dave has. He says in the next probably year and a half, mm. he'll have uh, 12 done. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's uh, I'm, I'm glad because he's another one of those eyes. Like, like Dan Cornwall. Um, I've got like a look. We did that that bootleg Silver yeah. Surfer comic. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the art from that. Yeah, so I'm, that's that's, that's in a bag. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. boarded. Yeah, you know. So definitely, um, there's yeah. yeah, a couple follow, of names. Go on. Go on. I said there's a couple of names in small press that I'm um, sort of keep your eye on. I think I don't understand why these guys are not fucking all Ashcroft. Over, yeah, mm. Ashcroft one. Gustavo. 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 Yeah. 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 Absolutely, Imba. Well, Imba's yeah. kind of yeah. doing really well now. So, and every, every one of them, yeah. lovely people as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, all but one. Yeah, no, they're, all, they're all nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who, is the, who is the one? Yeah. Um, yeah, but no. Follow him on Facebook at Dave Bus nineteen sixty six and Instagram Dave Bus nineteen sixty six to find out yeah. find out more. Because I think he does the YouTube joins as well. Yeah, like yeah, sets yeah. up a camera and. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you who was close to him was Warwick Fraser Coombe, who yeah. we are also fans of. Yeah, um, and we had, nice we did have a chuckle there. with him over his comic, which is called Skullfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which is great stuff. Although he had a wonderful, um, I think it was an A2 print of a, a comic cover he did that was uh, front and center on the billboards of uh, Times Square when New York Comic Con. Oh yeah, I can't remember the name of the company he worked for, but they sent him a picture saying, "Oh, by the way, do you know they're using our cover as your cover from our comic as um, publicity for the New York Comic Con?" Yeah, he said what? it was in Times Square. How good is Fuck, that? Fuck, you know, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is the name of that comic? Because I, because I did see that cover and just think it's the it's sort of cover that makes you want to buy the comic. He is doing some great work as well, and I'm, I said to him, "I'm glad you're about because that there's that it's not it's not necessarily nihilistic, but there's a darkness to his work." that isn't, you know, is a counterpoint to a lot of the crap we see in, you know, small press and indie books. Yeah. And he knows how to craft a long-term story with, you know, foreshadowing and stuff. And I really like what he's doing. There's, there's a creepy a creepiness to what he does. Yeah. Um, and Pop he's got Assassin. That was the name. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, he's good as well. Um, some other people we met. Um, hello to Rob Hardingham, who's on the Slack. And I met, I met Rob at um, Strange Apparitions. In fact, he had a Strange Apparitions t-shirt on, didn't he? Um, uh, yeah, it was great catching him. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And he sort of, um, we had, he sort of, we, we we chatted to him a couple of times. Um, good company, and he had a little story for us, which we can't talk about yet. But I've made him promise he'll give me first first dibs on it. Um, <laughs> you know the one about the trip he was making? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rich Sheaf. It was always good to see the Don, isn't it? Oh yeah, his, his yeah, white trose bag it made me laugh. <laughs> here, he is, here he is, middle class rich, and he had, and I got a white trose bag, and he was laughing. <laughs> 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 that's good. It's only a shame that we didn't see Rich before we went into that exhibition, Vince, because he's a master of all that stuff. Oh he? yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that in a minute. Yeah, we? yeah. Um, Eamon was there. Eamon Clark I had a good chuckle with him quite a few times, and uh, his uh, buddy Conrad Layden, who does Space Spinner. So Eamon does the Mega City Book Club, mm-hmm. and Space Spinner is Conrad's podcast. Mm-hmm. So we had we had a good chat with them. Um, who else, man? Um, there was a couple of people we didn't. Who saw us? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, who was Doug, it? Doug Wilson. Uh, go to bandofone.co.uk. Um, saw us there. Um, 
did a, there's a, like one of the one of the freebies that came in the goodie bag was like a one page strip called Jack Astro by Doug Wilson. Definitely check out his stuff. Um, yeah, do you know what? I think we said hello to him, I and I didn't know at the was. very beginning yeah. when we were doing the initial round, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we should. Have, if I don't know, because he's on the Slack, yeah, so that's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. him. Uh, um, hello, Doug, and we're sorry. Hello, Doug. Yeah. yeah, we're sorry, mate. And Luke Aldridge, who said um, I was deep in conversation with someone, um, and I said, "Fuck me, you should have interrupted," because all I do is speak shit. Yeah. Um, so we didn't get a chance to chat to him, but hopefully we'll catch up soon with him. So I got a chat with him on the DMs today. So yeah. he was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Although, Harris um, turned up, so Sarah turned up. We went for a bit of lunch, didn't we? She, but she didn't properly come in. Yeah, she was at Upfest, which was going on elsewhere. Mm. Um, yeah, and as um, Eamon uh, was there from Mega City Book Club, obviously, and uh, with the work he's doing in terms of editing, you may hear Ooh, more. Yeah. You may hear more from him in the next couple of months. I.e., yes. I told him you're coming on the show. By the way, you know that, do you? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, my it. story is, as of today is done for that. I was yeah. quite pleased. So Helena sent the um, sent me the art and letters through today, and I'm really pleased. I was actually a little bit verklamped, as this is the phrase. What? What yeah, the hell's that? Yeah. A bit of mosh. Someone's clamped. Oh, up. okay. Yeah, me ver. The oh. uh, yeah, I was a bit of mosh over how good it was. I was really impressed. She's she's not really shared. She said the odd thing with me, but not the whole thing. And I think she's done oh, brilliant. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I was very pleased. Yeah. So um, stay um find out more about that soon. Yeah, so I got DUI two on the way. Yeah. It's about halfway, I think, isn't it? It's, I always say to him, it's about yeah. halfway. People are sort of beavering away. Um, also, you got uh, your one done. The uh... yeah, oh yeah, we'll, the we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get into yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that yeah. in a sec because that came together quite quickly and quite nicely yeah. and very sexily. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> down to you. Um, yeah. So the, back to the con. So the other thing we should probably talk about is the sort of layout. Also, people yeah. who are going next year should know. So it's sort of one half of the mezzanine restaurant floor of this the the two trees is called no double trees and it? it's called mm. um in yeah. bristol yeah the um there's what was one main room which had all the guests in yeah there was a smaller room that was a bit more small pressy yeah and had a couple of sort of people selling badges and stuff yeah and then there was an exhibition room which is i think probably the one that we enjoyed the most wasn't it vince I'm oh yeah say. yeah i walked in there and i just loved it Nice. I think they were, they, were, they were doing some photo shoots at some point in there as well. That's right. They? But there was like um sort of, you know, it it wasn't a huge exhibition, but there was like a, a few sort of like a couple of walls that were filled with like classic comic book pages. Thunderbirds. From, from the collection and of, uh, and, yeah. and forgive me for, because um, I, I know some people knew the, the guy whose uh, collection it was. And he was the one that was talking to us about that one comment. He page. came over and we had a lovely chat with him, didn't we? About yeah. It. yeah, yeah, about yeah. the page from Mike Noble. Um, yes, from what is it here? Uh, something Zoo Zoo TV Century Twenty One or something? What was oh, tw- yeah. What was it? What's the name of that comic? Century is it Century Twenty One or TV Comic Twenty T- TV Twenty One or Century Twenty One? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was lovely. So he was talking about it being two pieces of art, and then he'd had to, he's got the artist to redraw and repaint a bit of it. And, yeah, no, really interesting. Yeah, yeah. and then we looked like, some like cutting out, pa- cutting out stuff and pasting stuff together in the truly classic time. And these are also artists who have sadly passed on. Um, but looking yeah. at the, looking at this art, I was just sort of mesmerised just looking at it. And you know, these aren't necessarily stories that I would, I would go out of my way to seek out, like like a page from a couple of pages from a Wurzel Gummidge comic. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't immediately yeah. think. Get me on that gummage. 
Um, <laughs> even though I used to love watching that when I was a kid. Um, but the the comic itself, I, I was staring at pages for this for like minutes, just marvelling at the ink work. We were, and, we were talking about just single panels for ages, yeah, weren't we? Talking yeah, about the skill involved, yeah. you know. And, it's, and, uh, and the effortlessness. Or, people need to be aware of how good these are. Yeah, because yeah. That's what you aspire, that's what you should be aspiring to do in yours, you know. Yeah. One one big thing that came out, because some of these comics were obviously of licensed print, uh, you know, TV shows and things like that. Yeah, because yeah, ev- yeah. everything had a comic, didn't it? Yeah. Um, but there was the reference with you. You knew who the people were, but it wasn't an over reliant. You know, it wasn't a photographic reference. It wasn't yeah. a photographic yeah. reference, and it wasn't changing the look to suit your artwork. You okay. Know? There was yeah. a couple of panels, like uh, it was a Star Trek comic, wasn't it, Tony, that we yeah. looked at? Yeah. Um, you had a couple of panels that just you, you see a close up on Spock's face. It's got to look like Nimoy, doesn't it? There's nowhere, there's nowhere around it. But it wasn't a, it wasn't a sort of tracing. It was just an yeah. artist's rendition of it, and that was all you needed. Like, I remember reading a, a Star Trek Doctor Who crossover comic, got about mm. ten years ago, and I could tell you every episode of Star Trek: Next Generation, every episode of Doctor Who. Where they taken each picture from? Oh no! You know it, really? it's that really? that bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it almost all wrong sizes and stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Really and that really takes that. me out of it. As soon as you start putting just okay, use reference. Reference, brilliant. All artists, you know, use reference. Yeah. Don't just like you know draw over the top of it, or you know even yeah. just put the photograph into the comic. It just takes me out of it immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. And uh, yeah, and another sort of. Um... It just got me. Um, this sort of it was only a small room filled with some original pages, but it just inspired me. It certainly inspired me to talk about what we're doing, the recommends and stuff. But it just got me. It inspired well, you just me buy to, stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And like it's, it got me thinking about like comics in general and the design of comics and like uh, like we had most of our comics conversations in this room, didn't we? Mm. We were just like, yeah. talking about like the structure of things and the detail. John Byrne, John M. Byrne stuff. And yeah. Oh, so and good. just the layout of the page and how important the negative space between yes. panels is. That's something that I think has been lost. Yeah. You know, um, the, the way that they've mixed up with design, we, there's so much talk about the, the nine panel grid. Um, but some of these, comics that were done for like the weeklies and stuff there's a grid but things are breaking something you know even panels are exploding into one another you know things are breaking out of panels people and there's so yeah. much energy going on that i think is but the storytelling was intact yeah that's the thing for me as well you know yeah the storytelling has to be intact as part of it yeah yeah completely and you mix that with like you know the colours or the inks and stuff. It just, yeah, I, I it made me long for the more classic use of negative space because I think in with a lot of like modern comics now there is no um, white border, white panel around things. Everything is splash, you know, everything is bleeding off. Everything is, yeah. you know, which obviously has its place and looks fantastic and looks wonderful. But you know, I think there's, yeah, there, there's there's still a there's still room. For like you know, yeah. People have to remember that comics is a creation of your mind, so it goes between one static image to another. You know, no matter how much energy you put in that particular image, and I'm a fan of people who can put energy. It has to, there has to be movement between the panels, and if you're not doing it, it doesn't work. Yeah, you know. I just um, on our on our WhatsApp, I just sent a picture to Dan. Can see that one of the 
pages that mm. we're referencing. Um, and you can see it on my Instagram just to see what we're talking about. But there was a, and I don't, I have no context of the comic, and it's the one me and Tony yeah, were just talking about. Yeah. But just the, just the very design of things, and just like those jagged explosion lines taking you from yeah. panel yeah, one to two. Placed, and, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also fascinating to see, like, um, on uh, other pages, there was beautiful artwork, big white box in the corner because that's mm. where the logo is going to be every time. Yeah. But yeah. that but that doesn't mean to uh, the artist has looked at that and gone, well, I can't fill that space, but let's play with the design of the page. Yeah, you know, it wasn't just I've got to lift, you know, leave that and everything else is going to be formulaic. Um, it's something, you know, formula. I think is sometimes it's an easy thing to fall foul of, and I certainly, you know, I've certainly done it many times. You just think uh, you, you have a certain structure in your head. Maybe it's a way you get accustomed to a way of reading things. Mm. Um, so looking at stuff like this is is a real sort of energy shot to the arm, thinking, oh, well, we can still like mess things up. You know, it was uh, you showed me uh, some interiors of a, a comic you picked up, and there's one where a guy <laughs> throws someone's coming at him, and he forward rolls him, and the forward roll is going off the page. And it's like, if you forward rolled him, like flipped him <laughs> to point him down to the bottom left hand side, yeah, that's where the reader's eye wants to go, yeah, it's a simple yeah. fix. So yeah. you've gone, you've taken the reader's eye off the page to the right. Yeah. You could have sent it down diagonal left to the next panel. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a missed a trick there. Yeah, yeah. I find a lot of stuff. If it's splash page, splash page, splash page all the time, it's uh, I, I think of it like waves. You get a peak and a trough. Yeah. It, okay. One one there has to be a high to be a low, and if you do highs all the time and you've got flat, it's yeah. just there's no it's there's nothing action, there. It's an explosion in an action movie. Yeah, you have one good one. It's you'll always remember it. If they, if everything's just being blown up and destroyed all the time, it's just, no, you no just cares. don't take it in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it does. It does show, especially looking at those old comics. It does show um, that you need to know about comics to make them. You know, I you agree. need to understand yeah. the process, understand how a page is put together and works for dynamism and size and movement and conversation and everything like that. And if you don't understand that, you can't do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and, there's, and, there's and also language in yeah. these pages, you know. Yeah, and totally be aware of it's not just comics because these guys that are making these pages that we love, they're children's book illustrators. They're doing all these other things because they're they're broadening. And you're taking sort of techniques or tips that you've picked up from different jobs to inform the other, you know. Like there's, uh, I could, I'm, I'm probably looking at some comics and just, I have no idea that that illustrator probably, you know, this comic artist did a line of children's books covers. I don't know, I don't know about that, but that that work is definitely informed what they do hmm. in those yeah. pages. There's a there's a, an ability to tell a story over yeah. an ability to just push your own style, yeah, which I think yeah. we see. I mean, a lot of those, a lot of the styles on those pages were fairly similar between different artists. I'm going to say, yeah. oh yeah, you know. Yeah. But the storytelling was the ability well, that they looked to do, you know. Who was it like? Is one of the the, the uh, sort of like the, the reverend artists who kind of like his work is almost legendary. Is like said, you should be able to go from doing comic book stuff to to illustration for magazines. Yeah, sure they all did, didn't they? Look at all yeah. the greats, you know. Yeah, you should be able yeah. to kind of flip between the two because once you've kind of got the eye, your eye in, and yeah. what works and doesn't, you should be able to translate those skills. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like they like they say travel broadens the mind. It, yeah. You know, don't just. I mean, we love comics. That's what this show's all about. 
but don't always just be all about that because your no. experiences yeah. and uh, your experiences and your skills in other things just oh, try it's got a color every, and, ex, and and just even a broader life experiences colors everything you do yeah. artistically yeah you know what's that quote all art is an extension of the of the um the uh the ego you know yeah, not right. i don't mean in like a big word ego no. ego i mean you know all comics is an extension of the mind you know essentially yeah. and that's what they are and you need to have a richness of experience and yeah see different things and know different things in order to translate it into what if we did this yeah. you know that it's like that isn't it and and those guys they weren't flashy they probably you know sat at their desk in a shirt and tie and smoked a pipe and they did it all do you know what i mean yeah. they had the ability yeah you know because uh, i mean obviously as we're not glossing over the fact that this was a job they had to yeah, sit exactly. down and they had yeah. to just they had to do two pages yeah. you know a, a day or something like that you know just churn out these or two pages a week it may be with weekly you know the uk weekly comics or something like that um you'd have loved the star trek page by the way dan because he, he he was saying to us the dude he recently stuck in the exhibition because it had the the enterprise landing on a planet because oh. was he it was star trek was kind of a bit of an unknown quantity back then they didn't really know yeah. what's going on so it lands on a planet and then it falls over <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they're like, we're Brilliant. tipping over. He's like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so so the ex- exhibitions, uh, I thought it was a great touch. That was touch. where you bought the comics, wasn't it? So, yeah. I mean, cards on the table, we felt there could have been more for sale there. Yeah. Um, I think we all sort of independently said it and thought it in, in the little wash-up we had afterwards. Yeah. Like, there wasn't anywhere to buy any 2008 trades, for example, or anything like that. Okay. There was no like old annuals or you know nothing like that. You either had the stuff that the creators had on their table was their comp issues that they were selling, yeah, or you had what maybe one and a half crates worth of comics in the exhibition area, which were fairly niche. You know, they were sort of. And one, one example of this. Sorry, sorry, Dan. One example yeah. of this. And apologies if I completely missed this. Anyone who went to Lawless probably did, but I, I didn't notice it. I wanted to pick up Thistlebone. Yeah, I did. Only see the it. second trade was there. I didn't. Was the second trade there? Yeah, it I was didn't... on Tom Eglinton's table. Was yeah, it? But the first one, yeah, yep. The actual book, because I saw, I saw like a card. The second cover. book, but not. I didn't see the first book for sale. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, because that, that it was art from, art from um, oh, this God. one. You oh my, oh my yeah, God! Yeah. Those pages. Steve Davis's. Um, what, what's his name? Simon Davis. Yeah. Simon Davis. Sorry. Yeah, we're looking at his pages, weren't we? Yeah, they yeah. were fucking great. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> and they were only about 140, weren't they? A page, yeah. fully yeah. painted page. Yeah, it was like yeah. 120 yeah. to 140 or something. That wasn't it? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. 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 We we had to pour through that. We did that usually, don't we? We do that every convention. We go yeah. and look through yeah. all the yeah. original art, don't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's one where you, you're looking through and then you, you see something and you look up at the person next to you and they're like, fucking hell. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and there was certainly like, uh, what was the other? I didn't go back to his table. To I was thinking about picking up a print. Is, that, is it Hellman? Hellman? What was that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mike Dory. Mike Dory. See, uh, these are names Pete, that people go. No. Oh, of course, Mike, Mike, yeah. Mike Dory. Oh, of course, Mike, Mike Dory, Dory, Pete Dory. I'm getting confused. Pete Dory's our mate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it was Mike <laughs> Dory. But um, people are like, oh yeah, of course. Uh, but I don't know. Well, I was just looking at looking at the artwork, going, oh, this looks lovely. This is beautiful, you know. And I think that's the that's what I love about the you know convention scenes especially things like this where people go for the guests and the artists and sometimes they're older artists yeah. this this sort of event is catered towards you go for the guest list it is that it is that kind of event 
That was what it was kind of made up yeah. for, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never seen Mike Dory at an event. He probably has done some stuff, but he's um he's very much old school British comics, you know. Yeah, and he was and doing, and he, yeah, like he did he did yeah. talk about it, didn't they? Because there was panels and stuff. We, we we didn't get a chance to see any of those when we were walking about, but um, yeah. But it's just just discovering like new art and just. I mean, he did uh, to say that he did do. I think he did Robusters and he did some. Yeah, because um, yeah, there, um, there was prints and stuff of that, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Max Zero he did, which was really good actually. I really liked this Max Zero stuff. I was a, I was a big fan of that story. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think he did some like football comics like Roy the Rovers and stuff as well. I but, think, yeah, uh, did he do any Rogue Trooper? Thing. I like Rogue Trooper. Yes, he did do Rogue Trooper. Yeah, yeah, you love him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a bit of Rogue Trooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, shout. I will say shout out to the people in cosplay at the show because these were cosplayers who clearly read the comics. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> the other thing as well. It, obviously, my um, um, internalized. Not internalized. Hatred it's not internalized. It's barely, it's yeah. barely yeah. contained. Yeah. yeah, hatred of cosplayers doesn't really apply to most of those people because they actually strangely read and buy the comics, unlike the ones you see at MCM or something. You know, they yeah. um, they actually buy the comics and they're inspired by the comics. Although we did have a conversation with Eamon to say that it does seem to be the movie, the 2012 movie Dread, that yeah. seems to sort of dominate the cosplay these days. You didn't get as much of actual Dread, you know? No. I um, think yeah. it's, it's an easier costume to pull off, though, isn't it? That movie Dread, which is yeah, ten, I suppose ten so. years old now. I know that's I unreal. Know. Yeah. Um, look, we're not getting a sequel, people, but we've got the film. Yeah. Let's just be happy. Well, they've sold it uh, all off, haven't they? All the kit on it. They stuck it on eBay, didn't they? Oh, uh, really? Oh, the motorbikes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were saying like, oh, maybe a TV series, but it's like, no, like, no, no, well, they said that the fortieth, and we just had the forty-fifth. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Production hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was definitely it was a fun day and certainly um, all you uh, toothers is that what they call yeah yeah um, no day got a kick out of it we weren't there for the Sunday so hopefully the Sunday was obviously fun as well and uh, yeah so, so stay tuned we'll we'll probably be mentioning when it's on next year if it's on next year I mean reader beware if you're looking to go to a comic convention it's probably not yeah. for you but if you're into 2008 British comics and you like meeting and getting signatures off creators then it will be or you want right. a little or you want a bit of art um, or you want to look at some art yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good good thing to say and that's a good shout I'm, I'm glad I mean? I'm yeah. actually glad like you know you know the downers we've had over the years about these so-called comic conventions yeah Lawless is an actual comic convention yeah, yeah. dedicated to comics you know. And it's one where I would say if you go to like just just say an MCM or some of the big ones, I'm not necessarily going to buy an original page or something like that from that. Not and, and I say this yeah. as someone who doesn't buy original pages. Be overpriced but, at MCM, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also because you're carrying it around and all of that palaver. This mm. was this is definitely someone who. Th- this is an event where the people. This is a perfect event to buy an original page from a Simon Davis or a Boo Cook or, you know, or, or a yeah, Boo Cook had a load, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, whether, whether it be the, the classic 2000 AD artists or the more recent, um, there's all, all kinds there or, you know, to get a Glenn Fabry piece of work. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's these sort of shows that you want to be on the lookout for. You know, because then yeah, Clint Langley turned up before he left, didn't we? Yeah, didn't he? he was there. Yeah, yeah I, I, do you know what I contemplated? I, I wasn't going to do it because I, I haven't got that sort of cheddar to throw around. But I did think uh, there was points looking through like some of these original pages, just be like, oh, that's just a nice bit of art to own. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Just having no context of the book 
or anything like that, just to be looking at some of the artwork and going, oh, I'd like to have that. We've got key rings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I bought um, everyone a key ring. Yeah, because he's a nice guy, people. He's a nice <laughs> Not guy. Not really, don't believe that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yes. One of my one of my recommends is a book I bought it actually. Oh, so we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you might hear more about what I got from there uh, in my recommends, which yeah. surprise you. Um, yeah. But we got excited. I got excited watching you look at that. In fact, it was me who asked how much they were. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. then it was it's funny because I had Tom on my left shoulder, Tony on my right shoulder, looking down at these comics, which I'm not going to spoil yet. And we were looking through them, and everyone was just going, "Oh wow, look at that." Yeah, <laughs> that craftsmanship the... kind of wins out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We, there was the perfect perfect way to get us to buy those comics is walk us through an exhibition that ends <clears> up with comics that kind of have we've just looked yeah. at. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost yeah. like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, but another event that happened this weekend. Uh, obviously, we weren't there, but we're, we're certainly interested. To you know, people who have been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was obviously MCM, one yeah. of the big ones happened this weekend. Um, anyone we know. Um, who was there or had books and stuff let us know how it went because um, certainly past guests and friends of the show um, from the sounds of it did gangbusters so and to be honest I'm really chuffed for that because obviously me me and Dan had the classic I mean we've got the urban legend uh, (laughs) weekend me and Dan but that's just us that was just us because I know a lot of people do really well at it and uh, you know obviously it's been it's a different kind of event you know, it is a it's a strange kind of one, especially you know in this post-COVID world. I know you you popped to one last time, didn't you, Tony? And you briefly talked about it on. Um, yeah, it was alright. Yeah, we were okay. saying, weren't we? The the carpet situation, the 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 great debate. They they've kind of got rid of that that classic like, carpet. Because when we went there, you like you need to put on the fucking uh, sunglasses because it was like neon green carpet in certain areas, which is great for sort of delineating yeah. where was where. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's that's they kind of done away with that now. Yeah, uh, I think so. I was it certainly was when I was there last. I, w- I was there recently, wasn't I? Like yeah. the last one. Yeah, yeah. I mean I that's not going to fucking keep me up at nights. To be honest, yeah, you know it would yeah. be fascinating to see because obviously um, from some of the shots you see that I've seen, you know, obviously heaving, lo- lots of people moving around, but there wasn't so many banners hanging down. You know, it wasn't the multicolored carnival that I imagine an MCM being. So I I would. But apparently, by all accounts, it was absolutely mobbed. It was on the news, yeah. I think, about how yeah. mobbed it was. Yeah, a, the, a lot of people saying all the, the, the comics are absolutely like sold out, and yeah. there's some that have mentioned that there wasn't. There was lots of stalls doing kind of like uh, how, how do you describe not not straight comics like prints and blah blah blah, blah right. all that kind of stuff. So maybe if you did have a comic, you were you that was a good thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know um, Nick Bryan was there, and he he, he sold out. Oh, he books. did his first one, didn't he? Mm. That was his That's first fantastic. One, I think he said. Yeah. yeah, it's frustrating because I I still don't. I, last thing, Vince, and I know we keep fucking banging on about it. It's <laughs> forever fucking jaded me because I think yeah, I don't want to take that fucking hit again, man. No, it wasn't just it wasn't the financial thing is one thing, but it was the more the just the I'm sitting in this convention over three days, not fucking selling anything, and yeah. Barely anyone coming over. Wait, me, me and da- yeah, me and Dan and um, Emily, time. yeah, uh, Emily and Gab. We sat down. We had a lovely weekend, sort of talking to each other and just having a laugh and sketching it's... John Wick or Robocop or whatever was happening. Gary but, Erskine on our left. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, 
but we didn't do very well. It's so it goes, so it goes. Other people do yeah. do really well, you know. But um, and I cracked a tooth in half. But that's a, that's um, by the way, I'm not going to blame them for that. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll just blame for those gummy sweets. Gummy Tories. <laughs> every time, every time. Yeah. So yeah, if you're at MCM and and certainly our lovely uh, listeners who are past guests or ha- who are tabling there, let us know how you did because I. I love hearing that people have have gone to a big event like that, a big event which essentially they don't, you know, on paper they don't care who you are as long as you just pay for a table and turn up to your table and do stuff, you know, you know, it's it's a numbers game, isn't it? Yeah. But I want people to do well at these sort of shows. I want them to go there. Got, oh yeah, yeah. And just absolutely sell out. So yeah. you know, let us know because you know we'll certainly shout about it next time you're there. Or you What's might. the next thing? The next. What's the next event? Oh God! I don't. I don't know, man. No, I don't. I don't know. I have to have a look. Lakes, yeah. maybe. It could that. be. When is the lakes? Yeah. We need to do. A, I think we need to do a comics event roundup. I think we're getting to that point where bloody hell, we're t- having to talk about events again. Yeah, no. Well, I'm at two. Yeah. I'm at two next month, aren't I? So, well, I mean, they're both overseas, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. That's great. Back in the yeah. saddle. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Talking of saddles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what segue that is. I really don't know. What <laughs> One thing I did um, sort of uh, notice, what do you think about like comic book? Um, I know we've talked about comic book journalism um, a couple yeah. of times on this show, but like especially online websites for comic journalism. These these are things that I haven't, I haven't been to for a long time because um, normally I'm just listening to what's out there or what you guys are... T- you know th- things that I'm interested in, and I yeah. tr- I trust more the recommendation and the word of mouth than I do um, uh, may- maybe a, a re- review on a website and stuff. But I did sort of like in the lead up to today's show, I just popped onto uh, a a website that had comic book in its name, right? And uh, and I thought, okay, how long is it before I get to a <laughs> I know I, with a lot of these websites they get so big and because it's comics are a multimedia thing comics get pushed down don't they yeah, um, yeah. Are, we, are we talking about like a tv show or some yeah something yeah, like that? yeah so and obviously i'm talking about comic book resources cbr it's obviously one of the bigger ones um but i just thought oh right okay i mean it's one of the big names isn't it really i, th- I think for this sort of yeah. media but how many if you go to the latest how many Articles? Do you have to scroll past to get to the first comic book one? I don't know. Did you keep a record? I've I've got it in front of me. I've... Oh, um, five. Yeah, I'll go for eight. You're going for eight. Yeah. Okay. I'm just for a bit of fun. I'm going to read them out. Okay. This is okay. this is their latest. The Top headlines. Story. Yeah, the headlines. Yeah. Star Wars: Tales of the Jedi reveals first look at Baby o- ah- Ahsoka. Whatever it is. Don't care. Yeah. Next one, Star Wars: Tales of the Jedi finally brings back Yaddle. Still don't care. Yeah, I don't know what Yaddle is. The Mandalorian season three footage shows first look at Mandalore. Yawn. The retro arcade collection proves you don't own NFTs. Don't care. HBO Max is close enough. Stays consistently millennial friendly. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I would, uh, yeah. <laughs> CD Project Red shuts down real world Witcher school. What? Okay. DC debuts dramatic Batman trailer celebrating Chip Zdarsky and 
Jorge Jimenez, new run. Yes. Phew. What number was that? <laughs> um, that was one, two, three, four, five, six. It was about seven, six or seven. Okay. Yeah. So between us. And, yeah. Then, yeah. and then, and then, when's the next one? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, we're, we're we're a podcast about medium that the world doesn't care about. <laughs> <laughs> Savage man. Yes. Um, no, but literally, it's dare dare I say it? You know, um, when we were kids, we always wanted. This. I think it cuts both ways now as well. Yeah. I think we, we we're getting people who are saying, oh, "I'm going to create a comics website," and all they want to do is put about, "Oh, I'm I'm doing an episode Films. episode breakdown of Smallville." I, I had a conversation with someone recently, and I mentioned. In the past, I've mentioned to them the term Bronze Age, and they didn't know what that meant. Yeah. And they run a comics website. And then I mentioned to them OA for original art, and they said, no, you've lost me now. I'm like, well, what do you talk about on your... And they, they, when I looked at it, they just talk about shitty TV. Yeah. Yeah. I've kind of checked out... Or I don't watch any superhero TV shows, and that's a fucking lie. Uh, no, actually, I can't yeah. think of any I've watched at the moment. And I kind of... I don't really have much interest in seeing any more the the big, the big like Marvel DC films. Uh, just yeah, yeah. I'm not not trying I mean, to be a downer. I just I like. Mean, I mean, it, yeah, for me. yeah, yeah. We're just in a world that like what you like, just don't be a dick. That's the yeah. I, I, I told you, I told you what I did earlier, guys, didn't I? I got I dragged because I have a room where I keep all my long boxes. I dragged two long boxes out of sort of mixed up comics ones, you know, and I put them on the floor and I spent three hours going through them, and that was fine affection yeah. for my weekend. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys have like a massive pile of comics and trades next to your bed? Everywhere, mate. Yeah, yeah. Because every yeah. every so often I have to say, right. Oh shit! I better God. take all these trades back God. down. Yeah, because it's I'm dangerous. I, then... I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't had that sort of pile of books for a while. But it's always like there's always two or three sort of tucked yeah. away. The Viz annual's always there. Actually, yeah, Viz, yeah. Classic. It's always near. I like to have comics in every eye line. So when I wake up. <laughs> I look across, you know, just by the alarm clock, there's comics. When I stand yeah. up to go for a wee in the night, I pass some comics on the way. You know, like yeah. everywhere to be some, just to sort of enrich Is my it, life. Oh, you got any in the bulk at the moment? Sorry, mate? You got any in the toilet at the moment? No, I don't keep them in the toilet, although I do take them in to read in the toilet. Oh, enough, I just okay. worry about the damp in there, you know. I've got an eagle <laughs> annual. You're the supposed to be getting it in the bowl, Tony. No, I go in the bath. What? Hey! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it came out. What? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> right i didn't say i did it i just asked sarah so, uh, if she'd ever done it yeah and she gave me one of those no you weirdo looks and then it just stopped that everyone started on me for about yeah. 20 minutes and now don't, i can never win an argument don't act like you're hard done i was right. the victim of this finally <laughs> finally <laughs> Finally, I've got. I've got. <laughs> you did that high pitch thing at one point. You went, "Why do you say all this stuff?" And I, I my reply was, "I get bored in my head." <laughs> yeah. it's so true. He's doing it again. Get bored in my head. <laughs> it made me laugh then. It makes me laugh now. <laughs> it's the way you said it, though, Dan. I get bored in my head. <laughs> 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 oh dear! Why do you say? Why do you say this? Stuff? Why do you I get do this? In my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, God! Yeah, so that was the weekend that was. Whilst yep. Dan was mowing up, digging up a garden, digging up yeah, a garden, sure. yeah, garden. the lady neighbours. Yeah, 
Were you oh. like were you like Brad Pitt from like that you once, vest, upon, you? once yeah. upon a time in Hollywood? Were you just sort of? Are you? Well, I, I mean, you're the, you're the closest. Because, I, you, oh no, you're, you dropped I, a bollock. I uh, did it, I did a vest a vest on because I was absolutely roasting and I didn't really clock how kind of sunny it was and now I've oh, got two no. two red shoulders. So. Oh no! Oh, so when you took that, the vest off, you looked like you had a white vest underneath. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh dear, not, not that's great, super, that not is super great sexy. Though, I mean, you know, are the closest yeah. I've ever been to a diet coke man, Dan. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. I mean, we slept in the <laughs> same room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top and like, tailed. Look at him, girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never slept in the same room as you, Dan. I've slept yeah. in, the, in Vince has slept in, in a room with me and you, but I've never slept with you. So what somebody pardon? snip that. Someone, snip that that, bit someone of audio. needs yeah. to cut that audio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something to look forward to perhaps yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. you never know that on the uh things to do this year yeah since i've done all that Only. weight i don't i don't snore anymore either mm. yeah that's interesting <laughs> that's a, isn't it yeah, yeah that's interesting yeah how are you uh dan uh, all jokes aside how are you feeling about comic events at the moment obviously like after the the couple of years we've had with a pandemic etc and there's a real you know the it, the wheels are in motion again. It, I, know, I'm uh, still kind of like up. I, I, I want to go and do these kind of things. Yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, I, I'm still in a bit of a lockdown mindset where I've come a bit of a homebody. Do you know what I mean? This like, yeah. I don't even consider consider like someone said to me I should go out for something to eat, and I was like, oh really? Oh yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Right, spot. Yeah, just seemed a bit kind of odd that you. Why would you do that? I was like, oh yeah, because that's what people do. That's what people do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know what you mean because there, you, you do, especially if you've been working from home as well. There is that real, um, it's, it's like that. Um, you're almost afraid to go outside, isn't it? It's like uh, yeah, you kind of crash r- like crash red from, from red from Shawshank. Like <laughs> you kind of crash from kind of like being at work to doing the lockdown, yeah, and then going lockdown back into the kind of the, the work life thing. And it's like oh, that's a bit odd, like doing that. But it's yeah. like no, that's the way we used to fucking do it, and you got you got to get back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I hope certainly if there's any creators who have gone from that to doing an MCM table, um, hope you're all right just in yourselves because it's uh, I mean, the bigger shows are an assault on the senses as as they yeah. are anyway, aren't they? And they and they're tiring, so tiring. Yeah. Like these shows. No, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back um, in like, I've been going back in for months now, like two days a week, and this Thursday, uh, when I went out to grab sink at lunchtime, it felt like London was back to the way it was yeah. before yeah it felt yeah. like this is the same because there was a this loads of people the sort of the energy was back it seemed like everyone had would got back to normal yeah and i was like oh wow okay yeah uh, it was it was surprising yeah but of course you yeah, still it was, got it was like out there people. Bristol was really busy yeah. really yeah. yeah yeah i came back with a red face excellent <laughs> i was only out in the sun for like 10 minutes yeah oh, i'm so I've got paper mache skin. I really do. <laughs> One of the topics you, you mentioned, I guess we can touch on this briefly. We've got time. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned uh, the one side of it and you've come across the uh, mention in the artwork you were talking about, like the level of craftsmanship. And then on the flip side, I see like uh, artists who use photographic reference yeah. and literally paint over photos and put their characters in. I think it's more of a kind of a manga thing to do. And, I, I just you think it's more of a manga thing? No, I th- I've definitely seen it in a lot of ways. I think US, what you're talking about Western. is backgrounds, aren't you, Dan? Backgrounds, yeah, not not oh, so backgrounds, much backgrounds, backgrounds, not so much uh, characters, but like 
literally I've, I've looked at stuff fucking that's great and then like they show oh this is how i did it and it's got a photo and they've done a digital paint over or something so oh okay that's why it looks so good is because you, mm. you've re, you've worked over they've done artistry on the photo like they've kind of made it like hyper real so where it's like a, a, a rainy sequence or something it really looks like they've kind of dialed it up and they, so they, you they can put, tell they've so done they put, they put work into it yeah, it's not just like oh, Photoshop fucking change the paint layers or whatever it is that that filter. They've yeah. literally spent time doing it, but it's just uh, I I struggle to get my head around it sometimes. That people really demand like that like a, a, a comic coming on sale will really want this high level of quality from uh, certain artists. They, they like the quality of line, the kind of composition, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then a large portion of people on the opposite side, or the side, they get blown away by this stuff, but it's like a process does he understand what i mean it's kind of yeah. there seems to be an acceptance of both and i, I just don't understand it kind of confuses me <laughs> it's like if you post up a, like a half-finished sketch on instagram or something and it gets loads and loads of likes and then you you, you post up the finished article where it's all kind of cleaned up and colored and then no one really likes it and it's like oh should I, should I just post loads of fucking of half-finished sketches. Yeah, I know. I know. Likes on social media doesn't translate to uh, what Sales. how good something yeah. is or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just find it an odd sort of dichotomy between uh, between the two. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't. If it's if it's a photograph, it takes me out immediately. Yeah. Um, I think you're right when when they use it just to work the lines of the street and the pavement and you know all that sort of thing. I don't mm. mind. Yeah, I think because a lot of the thing with with manga is I'm used to that super realistic yeah. um, backgrounds with the cartooning for you know the characters. Mm. I'm I'm okay with that, but I think there is an awful lot that's um, um, too too photorealistic these days. You know, you got to have a consistency through the comic. Like if you're going to use photorealistic backgrounds of one panel, then don't go to some fucking half-assed draw in the next. You know what I mean? You got otherwise yeah. it, the contrast really shows up for what it is it really stuck out for me in that uh when we was doing the manga month and i did that hellbound book uh, yeah. which is korean and had obviously had a, a, an office that they'd shot from dozens and dozens of angles and they used it for the police station and it was like well you've really done a bit of work here to kind of set up all these angles and take photos and then you've worked those in and drawn the characters in in the thing do you know what i mean so it's not like you're taking a massive fucking shortcut and like, I'll oh, Google in a photo and then, oh, I'll draw my character into that. You've set the time up to sort of get get the, the, the location set up, shot it in the various angles and then worked on top of it. So are you saving yourself much time? I don't know, but you, you get that photo, photographic realism in there. Yeah, it, it depends on the project, doesn't it? We've yeah. talked about this before. It depends on what it is and what you're about. And um within within certain area you know levels of it you know i don't like it if it's just a fucking photograph with a filter over the top of it and then no. it, whatever you're doing a comic about that will piss me off there was that war of the worlds thing wasn't there we i put on twitter recently and the advert said fully painted and it was just clearly photographed oh yeah and someone had drawn a little mustache somebody drawn a beard on it like someone had doodled on a newspaper you know yeah, um yeah that was awful but i think um there's certain things i accept on it and certain styles of comics i prefer it to be a much more cartooning style mm. you know yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's there's levels of it, isn't there? Really. Yeah. One thing that kills me, and uh, apologies to anyone who kind of like t- takes offenses, is uh, po- using poser in comics. 
Mm. I can't just can't deal with it. I just don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not like, oh, fucking things. I just don't instant turn off for me. I just I don't want to read it. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. Not. yeah. I didn't know what it was. I actually did a comic and the artist was using that. And I didn't realize what he was using for a long time. But, but yeah, yours is a kind of a, a bit different because like it's kind of yeah, it's a bit of fun. Do you know what I mean? You're just no, mine was um, my, long before I knew you. It was Alex, was, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fun. Like, it's kind of like you're not taking yourself too seriously with it. It's when people kind of like, uh, we're gonna, especially if you go on top web comics, there's loads of comics that are just, someone's bought some poser models and then like they're, they're doing this thing and it's like, I, I don't know, maybe it's fucking to sour grapes. I just, just don't, I can't fucking deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, very I very stiff, I, isn't it? That's yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's very lifeless. I mean, they all look the fucking same, all for, the faces for me. It's like, um, God, I remember when that is it, Striker, that, that, yes, yeah, that yeah, newspaper yeah. print, uh, strip that it was all about it's in the sun, wasn't it? Yeah, in the sun, I think it's still there. And that, that moved to like CG probably over a decade ago, isn't it? Really, yeah, or longer than that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just for me, it just looks terrible, but that's me personally. Uh, if you like it, you like it. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. occasionally i mean i i live in in the world of you know al williamson and howard chaykin mm-hmm. and you know walt simonson and you know these sort of people who just fucking it was just bleeding out of them you know they knew what they were doing that the, the marks they made a single mark on a paper will fucking make me come to climax you know mm-hmm. and just stuff like that just eternally turns me off i think um it's but it does depend what did on you the taste in it well it was you know you know like it's, it's a sexual experience looking at a, you know a, a walt simonson figure drawing you know and you think wow fucking hell but when someone's just like plugging it in and moving someone's arms about on a computer or just putting a photograph on there it's like it just leaves me completely cold i've got no interest yeah in it. yeah, yeah. And the the best example is what we spent you know an hour looking at yesterday, Vince. Uh, yeah, you know, the, we had a conversation for about ten minutes about a single panel and talking about the clothing in that panel. Everyone looks uh, different in the crowd scene. Even yeah. the background figures, yeah. you know, it just had a distinctive look to them. It was so beautiful, you know. Um, yeah. It's interesting because I look at like uh, there's that connecting comic artists on uh, Facebook, which I'm always kind of looking at because it's a it's a kind of decent way to gauge how much you'd get for your artwork okay you know what i mean but sometimes yeah. people say right i'm an artist i'm i'm selling my skills or from my skills up and then they put five or six examples and so i'm charging 50 dollars a page i mean fucking hell man like you you should be charging way more than that your art is worth a lot more and yeah. then on the other end that he says i'm charging a hundred dollars and so like, mate you you have no one to pay for this this is awful <laughs> yeah it's i remember the, i remember we had um i can't remember why we were doing it but we were talking about trying to get artists for a project on the Facebook group years ago. And someone yeah. actually put, I charge this amount an hour. And I'm like, for what? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. It's like, maybe mm. yeah. it's a difficult one as well, because uh, someone said the argument about comic book uh, illustrators, artists charging per hour as per, per page. And for me, you've got to talk about that per page rate when you're negotiating, when you've read the script. Yeah, yeah. And I think as well, I think it's a different ballgame. If you're saying you've got, you know, a month to do this 20-page comic, you can do it. But if if it was me and I was paying someone by the hour, and, every, and you know, some people are on Twitter every five yeah. minutes saying, oh, have you seen the new Obi-Wan episode? Yeah. You know, I'd almost be like, am I paying for this hour? Or you just yeah. watch the television program? Yeah. 
Yeah, I know yeah. it sounds like me being a hard taskmaster, no. but it would certainly irk. Yeah. Well, you're you're yeah. paying you're paying for something. Yeah, it'd yeah. be the same at any job, man. If you were a graphic designer or what I do, and I get paid by the hour, and he said, "What do you do in the last hour?" He said, "Well, I watched the whole of that Steven Seagal movie." And we go, what, uh, no, "Why no, am I no. paying you?" Yeah, yeah. Because like, if you're doing like the page rate thing, you say, "Right, I'm going to charge hundred pound page, whatever." Just pull that figure out, and then you get the script, and then like every panel is like a, a two armies of people and horses. Two armies of people on bicycles, yeah, yeah. Fighting, yeah. fighting you like a fucking hell. Like and that's where you as like working freelance or whatever you're doing, you've got to kind of weigh that up. I mean, well actually mm. mate, it's gonna be two hundred dollars a page or whatever. Yeah, but, I think that's fair enough. Yeah. I don't see a problem with that. Especially the size of the page as well yeah. sometimes. But if you yeah. look like oh it's about a centimeter rock floating in the blackness of space. Yeah, it takes place at night yeah. and all you can see is yeah. eyeballs. That's fine, yeah, okay, it's like, yeah. yeah bang that out that's no problem <laughs> so anyone so, who has a sentient rock in space or takes place at night if you've got any shout. comics then just give us a shout uh, hit me up yeah. Yeah. five or a page yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got an artist on the hook hopefully doing a cover for Vanguard so he posted oh the guy whose art you put up the other day yeah he looks yeah. Fucking, fucking dynamite so I was like oh mate I'll have some of that uh, he said he was going to send Sank over in three days which is with two days now so oh okay crossed. so you get it tomorrow well, the, the thumbnail sketch, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got yet to yeah. agree the kind of layout. If he doesn't get it to by the end of, you know, the, the last minute of tomorrow, then just say you're right. cutting his wages. Go fucking rago. Yeah. Yes, I haven't given him any money yet. He, yeah. he was quite he was quite trusted yeah. and said, I won't give you any, you won't ask you for any money until I give him the artwork. Yeah. And I'm, as you know, I'm as honest as the day is long. Yeah, I won't. I won't fuck him over. But I'm going to say to him, "Look, mate, what you should do is send the low res proof with watermarks when the client gives you the money, and okay's it. Then you send them the high res." Yeah, I'm work. fine with that. Then that's generally yeah. what I do. Somebody says, yeah. "Oh, you know, I'll send you the proper copy over later." I say, well, "I'll send you the money now." Then, yeah, you know, I'm fine by that. I've been bitten on it by where I paid half up front and never seen it and had to ask for money back and stuff. I've done. I've had that before. That's horrible, mate. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really, really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And sometimes kind of that I tarnish all artists with this brush. When you got the money in your pocket, the the uh, the kind of instinct to do the work, the immediacy dissipates. Down, yeah. It? yeah. If yeah. you're like, mate, there's there's the fucking carrot on the stick. As soon as you do the work, you get the carrot. Yeah. That, that's so it's, much more. It, yeah, it's why I um, some sort of crowdfunders where the stuff isn't done yet. That's why. Yeah. Because they get the money and then it's like, well, where's the book? Yeah. Ties into that as well, I think. Um, but one one collaboration that we'll briefly touch upon before um, doing the shout-outs and the recommendation that um, has been going quite well, and there's good news, um, is Tony Esmond's latest. Oh, oh thank yes. you, man. Well, yeah. it's not just mine. It's all of ours. It's another group uh, group job, isn't it, for tribute? Yeah. Do you want we, to, we pulled do you, want, you, we pulled do you, you into want, the Inner Sanctum now. Do you want to say a little bit about this title now, now that it's... Um, no, it's at the printers, and it, I've sent it out to a few people. Um, yeah. Funny enough, Tom Stewart's just replied to me, or as I like to call him now, John Stewart. So I accidentally called him that on a previous show, and he met, he rang me laughing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's just read it, and he's he's he sent me a really nice, thoughtful reply. Because we haven't fine. said too much about it yet, because it's one yeah. of those, you know, just get it done, make sure it's everything's right. But we're, we're yeah, we're at that stage now, isn't it? Do you want to talk? Yeah, about the it? only deadline we had on it, I suppose, V was. At one point, I thought I was going to get it to TCAF. Now it looks like I will still. Yeah. Um, and we had that in mind, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so um, 
<clears throat> it's called Hidden Lives. It's the spiritual continuation of the Hall Chronicles, but is 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 slightly different in tone. Um, but it's a similar sort of format. It's um, a number of artists um, I've written stories for. Um, I won't spoil them all because I, I think there's less. So three are out there already. So um, uh, Johnny Cannon's done something. Yeah. Dan's done something. I'll say I'll say four actually. Um, John Tucker's done a strip, and Rachel Ball's done a strip, and there's there's a couple of other people involved as well who you'll we'll talk about as we go along, maybe in a couple of weeks or something. Yeah. Um, but it's um, the the way I described it um, is fragments of people's lives and how we can we get a, a, a small snapshot into someone's lives, but it allows us to learn more about them than you would naturally from those smaller little moments, you know, quiet moments, introspective moments. And um, it's it's stories of real people. The the stories they're not the different names and everything, but they they jump out of real people's stories. Um, it's uh, for tribute press. There's no violence. There's no nudity. Um, but there's it's quite adult in theme in tone, I suppose. Um, Dan's done one which is is pre adult and comes from a real life experience mm. um, of someone I spoke to. Um, so it's it's almost it's um. In a, in a way, it's biographical, documentary kind of comics. Um, and Vince has done a cover. Uh, and he's done a sort of... Because um, I, I literally gave you free reign, didn't he? You? You'd read all the scripts and you'd yeah. seen all the stories as they were coming in. I said, look, do something. Because you did the brilliant video cassette oh, cover for the previous yeah. one. Yeah. And then you've done the second one and you came back with this thing that's um, part contact magazine, part documentary, part pixelated face kind of haunting image which is, is just really good um did you want to mention it or talk about yeah it uh, yeah yeah because the, the the brief for want of a better term um there's it's that for me it it spoke to um when you watch those documentaries about like people who have been through things whether it be traumatic or you know witnesses or or accounts or things and, and it was there you know the person in the dark room just the silhouette where they've changed the the name of the you know they, they've lowered the picture yeah. of the voice and stuff um and it was very much uh what we see what it what is behind the curtain of everyday people you know when when their lives are just one-on-one with someone what truths come out and it was and that was their fascinating yeah, a bit of honesty. Isn't it's it? on. It, yeah, yeah, it's honesty. Even though, um, yeah, like you say, Tony, there's there's certainly a bit of like a biographical element to it in some ways. There's a lot of reality, um, but there's also, you know, it's 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 very hard hitting fictionalized honesty, if that's a way of saying it. Because it's yeah, because it's not. It's not, I'm not saying it's fiction, but we're it's. Um, it's producing a, a window into other people's lives without anyone. Yeah, I think I, they, I think yeah. In the same way we did with the Hall Chronicles, um, it it works on like a level where I Hall Chronicles came from the fact that um, there was this big movement to say that you know it's brilliant being a sex worker, and having dealt with a number you know who've been seriously sexually assaulted and stuff like that, I can tell you it's not. You know, and I wanted the reality of that. And it, I extrapolated that into the into the new one because it's men and women who feature yeah, in this one. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to say, look, this is the reality of stuff. It's not like this sort of, not everything's like, you know, Steven Universe and yeah. you know everything's fluffy yeah. and you know. And the, I, there's certainly people, stories in you know. there. I mean, the, the one that um, Dan did the art chores in is a gut punch. Absolutely, yeah, it's it, fucking, it, it is. Yeah. It's traumatic. 
the ending to that. Traumatic. And obviously there's going to be no spoilers, but you've got to see it for yourself. And But just to know, it's traumatic because I know there's a biting reality to it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's know, not made up that one. Yeah, at all. and I, I know, yeah. like you know, this show's known for for our humour and like you know having a laugh and stuff. But this this is a serious book, and rightfully so. There's not you know. Well, that's why we put the mind thing in it. You yeah. Know? So it's, yeah. it's yeah. you know it's a pro. You know, once we hit a certain amount, the money will be going to mind for yeah. it. Um, yeah. Because I think they're they're genuinely really good people. You know, yeah. and I, and I know for a fact they've saved people's lives, and you know, yeah. like really nice people. Yeah. And, every, and then that's kind of been my sort of charity that I've worked at when yeah. I've done this sort of stuff before. And I think I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but but then, yeah, thanks, guys. So sorry there's a that. lovely sort of like, um, I mean, obviously you've got, a, rather than like a credit page on the inside, there's a lovely sort of introduction piece that, you, that you've sort of written to the... Which to is, the point, yeah, I stripped that right down, actually. Yeah. yeah tried to keep it stripped down. Hmm. Was that was um, that something that when you when you first wrote it, you were just pouring it all out onto the page until you sort of... Yeah, that's like three or four pages of notes that okay. I, took, I, I stripped down and stripped down and stripped down. And even to the point where I almost took an extra line out, but I, we, we just discussed it, didn't we? So we yeah. left it in. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's been a lovely collaborative experience. And we've got a little WhatsApp, but we've got a little um, DM group of everyone involved. And yeah... Um, I think for for me, um, if I was to sum it up, sum up a, a work like this, it's like um, it's a book where no one is good, no one is bad, no one innocent, no one is innocent, no one is guilty. They are people. Yeah, it's lights and darks. That's, and mixtures, that's isn't valuable. Yeah, it's, it's pure. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. So everyone's um, been great, man. And yeah. and um, I think I think the book itself as uh, is, is a is a real development. On from TWC, I think it's a real. Um, Thanks, like, let's say a yeah. spiritual successor, but I also think it that it succeeds in other. You know, it is it is developing, and as ever, we always say, the next book has always got to be, you know, either improved on like whether it. Yeah, be. I tried to. Yeah, yeah and I think yeah. Um, there's some stuff in it. I, I always trust. Um, well, I trust you guys, but I trust Sam from No Brow uh, yeah. a lot. Yeah. to be honest with me because he has that way of being honest with creators you know yeah and if you actually work for a professional company you've got to be able to take criticism along with you know mm. along along with being congratulated and he he came back with some really interesting points and and he liked it so i was really over the moon about that but he had mm. some points about it he said well think you know think about this you know and there's stuff that me and vince have discussed we're going to change on the second print i think mm. um that's good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got to take that on the chin, man. You got, you know, and he, oh, yeah, he, totally, yeah. coming from a good place as it should do mm. with people. Yeah. But yeah, um, oh, everyone's been great in it. But wait until you see what Canon has done. Um, Johnny is someone um, we're all friends with, but yeah. is an avid student of comics art. You know, um, yeah. I've spoken to him. You know, untold hours about you know the classic, you know, Wallywood and Chaykin and all these sort of people, and um, it really shows in his work. There's a there's a real understanding of the medium by what he did, you know. Yeah. Um, and again, that's another thing we we workshopped and stuff in it. Um, me and him around stuff, and we changed around a few things. Um, but yeah, it, it, collaboratively, it was it was. I found it really enriching to work with these people. Um, yeah, really really fun. Not you can't call it fun because the subject matter is not fun, but yeah. you know, the the process yeah. to, to it was was fun. Yeah, um, a lot of people take them with yours, Dan. Um, well, I I don't want to spoil yours because there's the silences speak. A lot in yours, don't they? The moments of quiet in it. That's all you, man. Like, well, no, you carry yeah. off with the with the, the personality of the person, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of um, yeah, it's, it's, it's facial people, acting. There is, yeah, there really yeah. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a, what that's important. Yeah, it was yeah. tricky because it's the one 
the one still shot of the character that I tried to kind of keep. He changes as he goes through the story. Yeah. Uh, as as he as he yeah. put out, outpours what he's going through and what yeah. he's done, that he changes. And yeah. I, but I can honestly say about this book, and obviously uh, as it comes in, and Tony will give you links to where to get it, etc. And when it goes out into the world, about two weeks, I reckon yeah. it should be ready. Wow, um, brilliant! I will say for what we've said about this book, you have no idea. You're unprepared. <laughs> you're unprepared for this work, and so you have to see it for yourself. Um, so yeah, so, so look forward to that. I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited that we can like talk about it and announce yeah. it now. Yeah, it'll definitely the, the digital copy will definitely be on sale in two weeks. I've got to make sure that the print's all right. Yeah, you know, before I make sure it'll be. Um, but fingers crossed, it comes back from the print. It's fine, and it'll be going on sale in two weeks. That's the point. I'll let everyone. I'll bore yeah. you with all the constant. I've got to say, I'm doing that collaborative project, and I'm doing another one uh, as well, and I, I really enjoy it. The collaborative yeah. work. Yeah. I, I enjoy it's it. Because you work so much on work. your own, do you think? Yeah. You do a lot of stuff. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Yeah. I yeah. really like people to kind of like bounce off and you can show them this and think, what do we do this? And they say, yay or nay. And you can kind of, you, you become better than the sum of your parts. Yeah. It's, yeah. You can almost, you can try and experiment in some ways, can't you? You can really sort of push yourself in different ways to do different things. Um, where sometimes when you're working on your own stuff, dare I say it, sometimes you, you fall into your own comfort zones. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas when you're working with a collaborator, it's like, oh, I'm going to try and draw this from a different. I try do this differently to how I'd normally do it. There's, so there's got to be a conjoining, you know, of vision of what you're yeah. the vision yeah. for the end point. You know, you got to see the back of the net, haven't you, with it, and to be able to both work to that point. Yeah. You know, we've all worked with people who just are not getting what you're talking about. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but everyone on this, and, and certainly with you, Dan, you know, you got it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, Thanks, man. When, when yeah. I put the, one thing, I was um, that was an experiment for me with the cover. All right. Was merely in the design. I've written an an, an anthology on the cover. Okay. And, yeah. And I, and I did that within the mind of you letting people know exactly, kind of. Hopefully, the the visuals are telling you what the yeah. the ride you're in, in for. But there's a certain there's there's definitely a part of me that let people know what they're going to get from the outset. Yeah, uh, you added that with in a, you, which is with, interesting. Yeah, with, with a with a cover because certainly sometimes you pick up some anthologies um, that you don't think are an anthology because the, yeah. the cover so you get halfway nothing, through. It, the yeah. cover's got yeah. nothing to do with anything. It doesn't say anything. You open it up and you're like, "This isn't the book I just what was the cover for?" Um, so you know, it'd be interesting to see that side of it as well it's it's fascinating but yeah can you talk about the other thing you're working on dan or no not at the moment okay Uh, uh, because the jane mcdonald sausage story man i couldn't believe i was watching (laughs) (laughs) and with with that (laughs) do we have any shout outs this week (laughs) i've got a couple so um coming to kickstarter soon i think it was announced yesterday sentinels um they've got a comic called bolt um, they're publishing a one-off special called Bolt dedicated to Dave Evans, aka okay, Bolt01. Um, so go and look for that on Kickstarter. Dave is obviously a friend of mine and uh, someone I collaborated with. Um, and and we all met him at conventions and stuff. And uh, we sadly lost him last year. Um, so that, look for that. Um, also, go now. Find Battle Panda on Kickstarter. You will not regret it. That's all I'm going to say. Battle Panda. You need that in your life. Um, I'll make it fine. Um, also, the new issue of No Brainer is now available as a sign-up page on Kickstarter. 
which will give you a notification when it goes live. So if you search for No Brainer 1 to 4, or Edison Neo, Edison, obviously, I've told him in, in the past, has the coolest name in the history of the world. Yeah. Um, so look for Edison Neo on um, on Kickstarter, and you can sign up to be notified when the page drops. But there you go. There are my ones. That's nice. going to be fantastic. What uh, have you got, Dan? The, quick, uh, the Shadow of Innsmouth Complete Lovecraft Classic by uh, Simon Burks has absolutely demolished its funding goal. Like, literally fucking completely oh, nice. demolished it. So go check that out. We've also got a, well, I don't know if we're going to make this one. Damsel in Distress has made its funding goal. Uh, smash through that uh, by Andrew Clemson. He also popped up on Two Geeks talking with Kurt Sasso. So uh, when's your one out? Is that the video thing you're on? Yes, it's the same one. Uh, when's it out? Your one? I don't know yet. It's oh. not yet to be. Uh, okay, I, I think he's. I think he's. I'm in an arm where he's actually going to do it because. It's awful. No. <laughs> <laughs> you swear a lot. You say yeah, what are we doing? Things. Are you on the podcast? Oh. Uh, yeah, so Dan's Interest is one of five. That's going to be uh, great. So go check that out. Nice. It's got 64 hours. So by the time this hits. It'll be right still. You can, yeah. you can yeah. get get to it quickly. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, another cu- a couple of ones. Uh, another Kickstarter to sign up for. The Final Curtain, A Spatchcock Mystery. By Gav Mitchell. Definitely mm-hmm. sign up for this one. I, I've uh, had a preview of this and it's fucking brilliant. Excellent. Um, a comedy about a retired carpet salesman turned private detective. And, and and it's a murder mystery in the classic sort of like murder she wrote sort of a thing. And anyone who knows knows me, I love a bit of Jessica Fletcher. Watch yourself, Tony. Um, <laughs> and... Is it about Jessica Fletcher? No, 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 no. Because no, no, no. I know he's done IP stuff for it. Oh, yeah. Um, and we also got Once Upon a Time in the West Country, uh, Tripwire presents Bristol Comic Con, third and fourth of September t- twenty twenty two. I can I can. Think read. Of a name. <laughs> um, this is obviously local to me, but uh, I'm going to try and get get down to this. Yeah, TripwireComicCons dot com. But there's the likes of Howard Chaykin, Brian Stelfreeze, Jimmy Palmiotti, Amanda Connor, Carlos Pacheco, Jock, our boy Martin Simmons. Could be there. Um, so there's lots of people. So that's another one that um, I may turn up at to spend uh, money, uh, hopefully, on some old dirty paper. Yeah. Uh, I quite, quite com- fancy, comics I quite fancy toy, coming to that you? one. Yeah. I quite fancy coming yeah. down for that one. Yeah. 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 I think it's the, fir- it's the first year of it, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, more, more good comic conventions. Always good. Cool. Right. So from comic events and all of that craziness to some good old-fashioned comics who wants to recommend i've got two again so uh, top and yeah, go for it. okay um my first one um prepare yourselves it's called plaza by yoko yami yoko yama yuichi um it's trans by published by a company called living the line who and it's translated by ryan holmberg and um, we're excited to see this land actually i know we talked about it and i sent it to you guys because it's the, from the company that published um the now eisen nominated strange death of alex raymond um, and it's an absolutely amazing experience. It's built for going to it. Um, Yuichi is a Tokyo-based mangaka. Um, um, like we talked about, actually, having a life experience in other areas of art. He started as a um, painter at university. Um, and he felt an emptiness and a dissatisfaction, is what he says in an interview I read with him, um, of just painting one single image. So he moved on to um, uh, manga. There's a, if you go to tokoin, T-O-K-O-I-N.jp, there's a great interview with him on there. He, um, it's it's a genuinely strange experience. This book is not, and it is not an easy one to explain in any ways. Um, and it works on multiple levels. Um, maybe I'm, I think probably just the best thing to start with is the basic book. So it's 
now it's on one of those um notify me when it launches pages on kickstarter at the moment which you you should sign up for it's black and white it's 235 pages um it's like opening a book and uh, he's very um he's very different this creator he's not when we talk about manga i know in your head suddenly you've got one piece or something like that you know Hmm. um springing into your mind it's nothing like that um it's like looking into an extremely multifaceted cosmic pinball machine uh, that is run by little humanoid creatures on a just a crazy level of um, beautiful drawing. Um, it's got more energy in it than you'll see on in pretty much any other book. Um, the cover's a strange one, actually, because it kind of hints at what it, it's inside, but it doesn't really give you it away. And it, it looks like... Um, it's a very heavily designed play on the word plaza. Um, and it's almost like stacked. The letters are stacked on top of themselves. Um, and uh, in, and the creator's name is, is crammed into the loop on the P, if you see what I mean. Um, it's kind of how it is in, in a sort okay. of electric blue. Um, it makes it look like, I don't know how it looks like. It looks like something, a sign you might see at a casino, maybe, or something like that. Um, and over that is an orange. And if you look beyond the orange, underneath it is this... Um, images of what you see inside um it has an extended title sequence which each page spells out the word p then the next page l then next page a but behind that obviously there's stuff going on as well uh what is it about this is a difficult one um it's like lifting the lid um and looking inside the most complicated industrial machinery you've ever seen but with that real sort of cosmic edges i said to it, right real sort of lsd inspired edge to it um do you remember that comic the numbskulls i do yeah where you it, they're inside someone's brain weren't they and one would work the eyeballs and all this sort of thing there's it's kind of that times a thousand um it's so in, it's like a growing machine and once you look inside it there's these they, they look like cloned images of humans or humanoids some have um some are more humanoid looking than others some might have big round heads or flames for heads or one of them might look like a tiger he plays with onomatopoeia as well across it. And um, the way that Ryan Holberg, who's translated it, has done it, is he's, I don't think you've got an alternative. You, you have to leave the Japanese lettering across the page. So it has a heavy design look to it as well. And it, underneath that, Holberg has translated the sound of the letters, the Japanese letters, um, clever. There's one section where there's some some little humanoid characters and they look like little jockeys they've got like you know like the way jockeys wear those sort of two colored jackets and stuff like that and they're like running crazily running with this huge key which they slam into a lock they turn the key and um out from inside this lock comes something a sign that says ghost town and all these sort of ghosts pour out um some of them have got like sunglasses on um it's it's incredible Honestly, it's it's like you just read and read and read and you you can't stop almost. He also has an interest in the use of numerology. I think there's long sequences which um, play off um, almost like numbers that are flipping on a some kind of gaming machine, a bit like that. That sort of come and go. Mm. Um, it's it's absolutely super layered. You know that theory about if you stare at a cloud long enough, you're going to see a shape in it. You're going to see what's yeah. that Cape Bush line? I looked at that cloud and it was the shape of Ireland or something. You know, it's a bit like that, isn't it? You know, and the more you look at this, it works um, on the ability we have as manga and comic readers to 
interpret a story from the images. So you begin to sort of start interpreting what is going on in the page and you kind of try and build a narrative as it's happening, but then he sort of throws another, literally sometimes a spanner in and it changes to something else. And, and it's constantly got you playing catch up with it. Um, there's one bit where a, a pair of vast, like massive human hands appear and start clapping. Um, and it's almost as like it's some sort of weird, we've reached into the machine and we're applauding the, the little workmen who are working in there. Um, and you just begin, you know, do you remember those sort of big Hollywood musicals where, you know, the, the Muppets play on it at the start of the intro, don't they, where they all appear yeah. in little, little right. arches? You know, it's, it's almost sometimes it's a bit like that. You know, somebody appears in tap dancing. It's almost like the mechanical version of this. Um, that some, he plays on um, uh, religious iconography at one point. Some of the characters have wings on them and wings appear from inside this sort of um, hollowed out shell of a thing. Um and makes you and does you you begin to again think what is that you know why am I seeing that? Um, he uses um, various. You know we we in the, the um, Scott McLeod talks about it in Understand Comics about understand the iconography of things you know and how when we see the bat signal we don't think oh that's the shape of the bat therefore that's Batman we just think that's Batman when we look at that and he does that with some stuff so there's like you know the shape of Mickey's ears in his head you know if you just drew a line around it sometimes that's almost a recognisable icon. And he yeah. plays with stuff like that and just throws it at you a little bit. Um, and there's some military stuff that he does in there as well. Um, there's no slowing down. And this is hundreds of pages, this book. Um, I read it on the iPad on the preview thing they sent for me. And, it, and it's it's almost got this feel of being this nonstop working machine. But also there's an element of the... Um, uh, the growing AI, the regenerating AI of it going into it as you look at it, um, you begin to wonder what it means. You, you genuinely, this is what plays on your mind. Is it, is it some kind of religious thing? You know, is it, is it a signif significant attempt at performing like the world society, but cramming it into little images? You know, we're all working like beavers to try and create this and unlock this and, you know, sort of thing. Is a religious, religious element to it? Um, is it about, the, the lack the the loss and the lack of individualism and individuality in the world you know we're all becoming part of this big hive mind now um is it this sort of this sort of parable of life um it's i will i will give you the warning do not read this book in one go because i i got up early yesterday morning um and and read it and and i didn't look up from it for about an hour um, but it's so frenetic, it's so crazy, it's so motion, full of motion that it will almost give you vertigo, you know, make your head swim. Um, are we all bigger? This part, part of this bigger machine is is what it's saying to me as I read it. It's it's I, I genuinely think it's the book of the year for me so far. Wow, uh, absolutely. Wow. There's no fucking faces in it. There's no barely any speech in it. Is it's but it's just such it's it's an example of what we talked about all show it's what we talk about all the time it's how you push the medium how we can use it in different ways how this is you know this is the medium it couldn't be done anywhere else you know maybe animation could try with it but it would make it a whole different beast um and it, you engage with it in all different levels um and where is it going all the way you think where is this going what is happening why is this story who is this what is that why are they flying in why is there a big crowd of you know a big a big load of bees, your mechanical bees flying through the page. And they, they fly at you. They fly out. The, they fly out the pages. It's got that life to it. Um, watch out for it on Kickstarter. You can sign up for it now, as I say. 
Um, you can find Living the Line, who's a publishing house over on Twitter, at livingtheline underscore. Go and follow them. They're a really interesting company. They don't have too many followers on there, so I found quite interesting. Bear in mind that The Strange Death of Alex Raymond was so well received, you know, as a, as a real you know, mm. uh, real moment. Um, Ryan Holberg is the translator who did, do you remember Bat Kid? We talked about in Manga Month. Yeah, um, yes. And he's done a book about translating and him finding like um, rare manga that he translates. Um, but um, Yokoyama Yuichi, and it's called Plaza. And he's a, a, I know there's some people on here. I think um, someone like Gareth Hopkins would love this book. You know, I think I think somebody, you know, there's there's an interpretive abstraction to it. Not in the same way as him in any way, but I think, you know, some of the people, I mean, some Russell, maybe something like that, would, would find this as a real interesting art experiment. And there are a lot of other people, I'm sure. But yeah, go and find that. That's my first one. Nice. Oh. How do you follow that up? Dan? I'll just throw you under the bus then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got this with laugh. I thought like I heard other people talking about it. I'll give it a go. And it's Dick Fight Island. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Raven Ike. Uh, obviously a, a manga. Uh, it comes under the, the Josai. Uh, Josai demographic, which is kind of like uh, manga for, for ladies. Uh, oh right, that's that. interesting. So, okay, so it's kind of like inoffensive men, like hitting uh, each other with their dicks. Yeah, so Dick <laughs> Island is originally called uh, the the Eight Warriors, and right. uh, it's set on the islands of Palu Yong Yudunda, uh, a fictional uh, archipelago. I can never say that fucking word. Archipelago. archipelago. That's the word. Made yeah. of eight islands, that was not discovered by the outside world to the end of the 20th century. The king of the archipelago, <laughs> there you go, is de- decided in a contest every four years called the Great Worm Tournament. With each of the eight clans that make up the people of the archipelago, <laughs> so they're their own champion. The champions face each other in a series of one-on-one fights, the winner being the first person uh, to make the other orgasm. Thus, the champions go into their fights <laughs> with armor that was designed for the manhood, growing larger and more elaborate by the year. However, in keeping the local custom, the men wear clothes displaying their buttocks. This being considered a proud statement of their manliness. The story's central character, Harto, is a member of the Jewel Tribe, who's been studying abroad for four years and returned to take part in the tournament. So uh, what made me laugh, I burst out laughing the first did it. He turns up in the island. He's, he's been studying in the West and he jumps onto the island and there's a couple of his old mates there. And uh, he's like wearing like shirt, jeans with like a waistcoat and a backpack. And one guy's like, what's so cool about that? There's a women's clothes. He doesn't even show his ass. <laughs> and all the men are just walking around with like their like chaps with their asses hanging out. And it's kind of uh, the, the manly thing to do to show your kind of like uh, muscular buttocks. And so, yeah, they kind of, yeah. <laughs> so essentially they get into these fights and the, the first one's to, to make the other chap orgasm. And I thought, this is fun. And then I got about like so far into it, they go, actually, this is really not my cup of tea. Uh, it's just not, not <laughs> for me. Uh, and the, the main character's special weapon, secret technique that he keeps on boasting about is that he's he's learned how to uh, massage the prostate gland to make uh, the his opponent go off. And they're like, oh my God. Go off. Unbelievable. Because they've all got this armor to stop the their... their Dick's getting uh, uh, stimulated, as it were, and he, right. he can get to the unarmored buttocks, and they're all kind of the the, the dick fight is thrown into disarray. Uh, but I didn't read too much more of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, sort of tap myself a leg. Yeah, yeah, that's enough of that. So uh, I'll be popping that on the pound shop on the. <laughs> 
uh, on the Slack, and you can have that off for me if you want. So, so. You, but you bought it just purely on the title alone. Yeah, I kind of thought it was going to be. We thought like, it was funny. I thought it was going to be funny, and it, it, it did have its moments. Was that? Well, actually, this is just a pretty straight thing for people who like this kind of thing, and uh, I don't. I'm not particularly bothered by this kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> that's that title is like really flipping huge, though, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. it's a big it's... title. It's doing well. Yeah. Well, there you go. It uh, does. It's like uh, snakes in the plane. That like yeah. Does... No, there no one. I've watched that film and no one massaged any process. No, but there, but, there, but there are snakes in the plane with Dick Fight Island. They fight with the dicks. They're fighting with dicks on islands. Yeah. So. That's what they do. Well, it's not false advertising, then, is it? That's no, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, that's what's next yeah, to the yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's, 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 it's completely it wholesome and honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, the thing wholesome. about snakes on a plane, though, it takes a long time to get to those snakes on the plane. I've not seen that. Is dick there, for, don't, you don't. You don't need to. Dick for Ireland, the, the dicks are fighting not Maybe, even right? like a third third of the way in. Beautiful. Let's so, go on. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. right. <laughs> So from from that, I've never heard Dan Butcher say the word "dicks" so many times in my life. It's kind of the, the juxtaposition there of Tony's sort of like uh, eloquent, eloquent sort of review of this book. He might be his book of the year, and I'd go to Dick Fight Island. Why we call it a, a record scratch, didn't we? we went to yeah. Dick Fight Island. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you gonna swing it back the other way, Vince? Um, yeah. Swing uh, that dick. No, not really. Swing it back. I was quoting no. Julius Caesar earlier. Now I'm talking about Dick Fight. <laughs> <laughs> This show gives you everything, people. Um, no, what I was going to uh, talk about uh, this week is, is a couple of, couple of books that I, a couple of comics, sorry, that I picked up whilst at Lawless. I went to the, like a, a small box of like vintage comics and picked up some issues of Eagle. Um, now these are from. Uh, there was four issues. Or did I get five? No, four issues. No, I think it's five. Um, <laughs> you sure? Yeah, yeah, between, yeah. yeah count, <laughs> count them now. Um, between the likes of uh, nineteen between nineteen eighty nine and nineteen nineteen ninety. Um, so before some of you listeners were born, probably. Um, but this is kind of why I want to speak speak to it because I picked them up because they had some. Uh, I immediately had that collector moment in me. Was like this storm force in here. I haven't got these issues. I'm pretty sure I haven't got these issues. And trust me, that's a very, very rare moment for me to do things like that. Um, and I was like, oh, oh, look at these. They're in good condition. And we're talking like, how many pages were the old weekly books? Weren't that? I'm not sure actually how much they were. Um, and this was like back in the day when comics were 32 pence. And they were, they were weekly. Um, there was no numbers on them. You just The numbers were the dates. Um, but just picking up a, a couple, and like the one I've got in front of me now is like "Fire is the enemy for John Storm." Next comes the fire power, and you got John Storm just riding a motorcycle through some flames, and there's some tanks waiting for him underneath. Um, a great sort of cover image. Um, and these were their sort of weekly comics that were on the shelves in the '80s, and sort of you know, for, for me, the heyday of the British comics when I was really into them. Um, the the barcode changes place willy nilly week on week, which is hilarious. But just reading through these, and this is completely out of context. We talk about continuity and things like that, but I can I can pick up an issue like this, just sight unseen, completely cold. I may not have an idea of 
you know, what's happened in the story before. But I get so much enjoyment out of reading these yeah. now. Um, and because they're just, they're, they're fun, they're irreverent. Charlie's they're, Ward in them, isn't it? Charlie's Ward. That, that's the beauty about this sort of book as well. I mean, like this issue, it starts with Computer Warrior. Um, do you remember that title, Computer Warrior? No. Yeah, do you remember, do you remember it, Dan? Yeah, this was yeah. quite a big one for me because it was um, about Bobby Pat- Patterson, who uh, it was at the time when video games were just starting to kick off properly. So naturally, you know, the publications put into it. And uh, so uh, Bobby Patterson sort of gets transported into a video game and he has to take place. But every week was like an, a proper video game that he was playing in, and those were the sort of adventures he had to survive these tasks. And then he became the person who was handing out the tasks. And this was the thing, I remembered that I, <laughs> I picked up this issue and opened it, and it's literally when readers could send in and win the chance to be in the comic strip. Right. So this one is, uh, there's, what's his name? Lay Woodall of King's Lynn. He's, he, he has now been chosen. Probably a listener. Yep. He's, <laughs> he's been chosen to perform in Ghouls and Ghosts, which is an absolute fucking classic of a video game. Very difficult yeah. as well. Um, and it's pretty much this strip is this reader who got a chance to be in the comic. The strip's now all about him in a video game. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's just. And I, I laugh at this like, next week, Lay Quackers. What the hell does that mean? But I need to read it next week. Um, and so that that really took me back. Because I, I remember being a kid. I never sent in to try and be part of this. But I remember seeing that and just being so excited. Wouldn't it be so cool to be part of a comic book? And this was like a weekly sort of comic book as well. I know they were working like 10 weeks in advance or things like that. But it was... And the art's beautiful for it as well. You've got like Lona, which was... This is at the time when Eagle was swallowing up everything. Eagle is, uh, you can get that in a trade, can't you, Lona? You yes. do get that one. Yeah, uh, I have so, not got that one yet. I've got. Um, right. What's the one I've got? I've got a, Wildcat. It wasn't Wildcat. It was some, Turbo Jones. That's the one. That's it. Who, yeah. Who, who was one of the Wildcat stories? Um, yeah, but Wildcat was uh, sort of swallowed up by Eagle, as was Battle and Stormforce. And this was at the point when uh, the original sort of style of Dan Dare came back properly. Um, yes, yeah, so you had Lona, who was like a badass. It was Doom Lord. Um, that's yeah, a character yeah. that I didn't really care for when I was a kid, and I've really grown to love it as an adult. Yeah, it's strange that. Um, so, how's your tease on that? That's one of the I things think... I noticed about this. There's no names on the artwork, yeah, which is a shame because in battle and uh, battle there definitely was there was names on the artwork. Um, Toys of Doom. That's another one I remember. Do you remember that one, Dan? I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that one, Tony? No, I don't think I didn't really read this book. To be fair, yeah, the, yeah. The, this one was I've read some since. But kid, kid who had like he just had some action figures, but they came to life and they helped him like do crimes like and stuff. Toy like soldiers this. type thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was toy soldiers. Before... Always taking the piss out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the little the little sort of designs of the action figures. I, this completely came back to me. It, comics are like it's like music or food. You'll completely forget about it and you'll see a panel and you are transported back to when you saw it. And I remember looking at them thinking, God, I remember sketching that. I remember just copying panels of that. You know, what this figure looked like. Um, there's a Dan Dare pilot of the future. There's Laughs on Parade. Um, and of course, as we mentioned, Charlie's War. Now, the, 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 be- the beautiful thing about these weekly books that I didn't, I, you know, you don't pick on at the time. To- you don't think about it at the time. 
and certainly um, people don't really touch upon it now I don't think is you had these wonderful weekly you know pop gum uh, bubblegum adventures or you know popcorn blockbuster sort of styles and then Charlie's Wall is in it every week yeah, yeah. and that is that's the horrors of war there's no other, there's no other way to put it but it's horrific but there's a certain um war comic energy to it at the same time i know the way yeah. we, the way we look back at charlie's war now and see it for the work it is and obviously the brilliance of it but it just, i was just thinking to have that in your weekly newsstand comic that kids were just picking up you know and just you know they were doing artwork of things and sending it into the the publication stuff and something like charlie's war sits proudly like amongst like doom lord or an advert for ring raiders um yeah. and there's a rat trap which is another one and of course storm force just i absolutely love although it, it did sort of it i need to get back on my spreadsheet to figure out what issues i've got now this has reignited a fire but also and it ties back into what we were talking about before and it may not the artwork on display and the, the penmanship and the craft of not just the artists, but you know these these are these writers that were also just churning out this stuff to make these rollicking adventures. Not every every day you get to use the word rollicking, and they're they're so fun. You don't you, I think yeah. you, you take it for granted sometimes comics when you're a kid. You love them, you enjoy them, but when you see it from a different from a different viewpoint, like when you get a little bit older, when you're your knowledge of the medium sort of moves on. I think some people make the mistake of moving on from the things that they loved when they were, you know, some of these strips. They think, oh, well, I love V for Vendetta. Oh, I used to, re- you know, I used to read these silly strips. They're not. There's, they're absolutely stunning. And I would say to anyone, or any creator out there, and certainly any creator who <laughs> was probably not even alive when these books were published... You see these like long boxes, and you, you if you see these issues that have got eagle battle something, and these are like um, a four-ish sort of size. I don't. They're in good they're... nick, those ones you got as well. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of them can be in very good nick. Some of them are like you know, it's all it's all newsprint sort of paper, so some of them can get a bit yeah. tatty. And you can pick them up for nothing, for absolutely. That's nothing. amazing. Yeah, yeah. You can you can get these sort of ones. Just pick up just pick up one issue, and look through it, and look at that art. And look at what they've done. Like the, these were people that were week on week. There is not a nine, a standard nine-panel grid on these. There are panels, and certainly there's the use of white space. But frames are angled. There are circular panels. Things are exploding out of panels. There are people that are that are pushed the medium of comics a lot more than people talk about. Yeah, you know, and they were just jobbing artists, just doing it. But there are, you know, the, the, these are some some of the artists are people that won't, you know, haven't been talked about in these, you know, these biographies or whatever. Talking about the comics medium, you know, they'll probably just get a couple of lines in some biography or something. But I, I look in it, and it's just amazing what these people have done. Yes, someone's doing an artwork for a strip about a bunch of toys that come to life and help help a kid do some crimes. So this is why I think people like Rich Chief and that are important, you yes, know, because they're, they're documenting these people who are going to be forgotten. Yes, yeah. you know, I know everyone. Yeah. Everyone just wants to talk about Marvel movies or something. Yeah. These people are, you know, yeah. at least as 
talent is those people yeah. you know yeah yes and i certainly think um to definitely rich, rich chief the don don um is it boys adventure comics is that what yeah yeah Blogspot. yeah yeah boys adventure comics uh, dot blogspot dot co dot uk or dot com or wherever it is definitely that is a side that is side by you, side you can look all this all the stuff you've mentioned there you can yeah. look it up. It's, all it's all on there, there yeah. 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 yeah 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 absolutely freaking gold mine that site yeah. 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 yeah 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 so go go there discover some stuff or certainly when you're next to it, like an indie convention or whatever and you see some and these boxes are usually underneath the table they're tucked away because no one wants them that's a crime that mm. <laughs> that's a fucking comics crime um and certainly, I would say over the past five years, I've become more sort of like, oh my god, they've got a box of Eagle and, Eagle and Battle there. I get more excited about that than I do about a lot of other stuff. Cause I'm like, also stuff you tend to see in charity shops as well, the British Weekly yeah. stuff, I find. Yeah, yeah. You know, and a lot of these titles as well. I know we talk about them, they're doing reprints of like, you know, Turbo Jones or Wildcat. So some of this stuff will never get reprinted because either it's been lost or there's just not a, there's not a hunger for it. Yeah. Um, so please go back and discover it because you know I know whether they may have been just these are just jobs for some of these artists they were doing work that for me far outstrips a lot of the stuff that is done now so just ne- next time you're at a comic convention just be on the lookout for something like Battle Eagle one of those weekly old you just get one copy see what you see what you think yeah see what it's like yeah see what you think if you even if you don't like the strips you'll probably discover an artist that you will become an enormous fan of. So that is um that is my recommendation for this week. Go old school. Yeah, we're all going old school, aren't we, this yeah, week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Tony. Uh so from a bit of conceptual continuity, mine um relates a little bit to Rich Chief and to old school British comics and um and, and European and American, but it's I bought the it's not technically a comic, although it does have some comics content. I bought the the art it was called an art book, an art book by David Roach. Um, who we've obviously enjoyed. We we read his history of UK comics art, didn't we? Hmm. Um, God, a couple of years ago now, I think. Yeah. Remember I got you guys it. Yeah. The um, and this is his art book. Now it is it is an art book. There is you know page by page by page examples of his art, but it's also um, a little bit of a, an autobiography, which is, seems to be the hotness at the moment, isn't it? Since Pat did his, we've had Des doing one. Um, obviously, um, Grant Morrison did one years ago. We've got. Um, we hear that Dave Gibbons has got one coming out this year, which should be great. I'm really looking yeah. forward to reading that. You know, um, there's a lot of people doing it. Um, Steve McManus did one. Um, so this is his one, but it, him being an artist and being interested in the history of art, it's, um, it's pages of um, auto-bio stuff about his influence and stuff are coupled with a lot of his art. Uh, it was only 20 quid. I got mine signed. Um, I did it. I think it was his partner at the table. She sort of got it signed for me and handed me two. Um it's interesting because um, he talks about, it starts off, it's done in little sections. So it starts off as um, he talks about his early days and we get some pages from, I suppose he's best known for Judge Anderson, really, isn't he? I suppose from mm. people of our age, but I suppose he's also known for doing some Doctor Who comics and some Batman and some other stuff. But um, you get a couple of pages of Anderson at the side division in here, which are always good. Um, you get a page about his influences actually and, and, and his um, growing up and he talks a bit about TV action um, he talks about some of the um, the IP strips we saw back then like Doctor Who UFO um, we saw some UFO stuff yesterday didn't we you know some of those mm. um, um, you know where they cut through a vehicle and you see the insides cut of them with UFO strips and a bit, bit of Mission Impossible um, he um, you hear about his early love of artists um, John M. Burns who we saw for art from yesterday um, 
Jerry Haylock, uh, Jose Ortiz, who obviously we're fans of. Um, and it's littered with great names, you know, really, really interesting names. Um, he quotes uh, Paul Guillon, who is a French comics artist who's lost in time and the survivor, amongst other stuff, as an influence, along with Mobius, um, who we know, Milo Manara, who we're fans of as well, uh, Dino Battaglia, who is an Italian artist, um, who was, I think was in a sort of artistic group with Hugo Pratt, amongst other some other people, and Sergio Toppi, who I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an absolute fan of. We, we've seen those releases of the Sergio Toppi art books over the last few years and, and are just amazingly gorgeous. Um, and so I'd say it's sectioned off. The next section is um, 2000 AD. So we see st- um, he's done some Nemesis as well, uh, David Wright as well. So he's this Judge Anderson stuff. Um, then there's a, a section on one of my favourite characters, Vampirella. Um, and he talks about how he came to see the character and, you know, the um, the magazine, you know, the Warren magazines and stuff like that. Then there's a section on um, commissions. Um, someone asked David Roach to draw a dude, were you? You know what I mean? <laughs> Seems to be all of his commissions are sexy ladies, but not that I'm objecting to that in any way. Um, uh, and then he does, there's a section on illustrations, which he's done a lot of TV and movie franchise stuff. There's some alien stuff in there, some X-Files stuff obviously some Doctor Who stuff as well. And then it finishes up with some of his, I think they're life drawings, um, some quite beautiful single images. Yeah, that he just calls it drawings, but I think it's kind of life drawings of stuff. Um, yeah, some, it's some lovely stuff. It's um, it's a nice book, and it was only 20 quid. Um, how often do you find an art book that's 20 quid these days? Yeah, and I've got not, mine signed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think there was a hardback which was 35, but I'm not sure if he'd sold it out of that because I didn't see any on the table. Um, he didn't speak to me when he signed it, which always, <laughs> I don't know. It always gives me a bit of a hump, but uh, yeah, I'm glad I've got it. And I'm obviously a fan of um, the stuff he writes about comics about, probably primarily. I think I really enjoy his, he did one on um, Spanish comics artists and stuff like that. And um, there's some really interesting stuff. And it's a real, it's a re- he's a real student of that stuff. Do you remember when Sarah did that? misty cover and she recreated it on a wall do you remember that yes yeah now he's sort of taking it on she was telling me about this he's sort of taking it on as a task to find out who drew that because nobody knows and and everyone they keep suggesting they could sort of finding out no it wasn't him it wasn't he them. wasn't working there at the time so he's really on a mission to find out who that is so that's going to be interesting as well um, like I say, it's published by Richmond Press. So you can go to Richmond Press or you can find David Roach. I, I recommend following David Roach on Facebook. He puts up a lot, a lot of really great art, you know. Um, pop quiz, um, who did John M. Burns draw, Dan? I told you, you this got, one yesterday, Vince, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. You got me. Who? George and Lynn. Oh, yeah. man, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Classic. <laughs> oh, one of our favourites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's all that sort of thing in there, but it, along with some of his gorgeous um, drawings of ladies, mostly, which looks great. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that's my second one. Um, artwork, David A. Roach, and it's got a picture of, I think, yeah, it's Vampirella on the cover. Yeah. Good. There you go. Comics, all comics, great and small. This this week yeah. to add to your wish list or things to look out for on your um, ventures around the world. Um, but whatever we spoke about this week, of course, get in touch with us if you want us to speak about more. Especially like if, um, like I say, if you went to MCM or something like that, if you tabled there, let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, you can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the awesome pod. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash awesomecomicspodcast. Or the community group, Awesome Comics Talk. Uh, we have a Slack channel, a Slack group, 
with that's full of amazing channels. If you want to be really part, busy of, today, part of that, yeah, loads in there. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be part of that community, then just get in touch with us and sign up there. Uh, thank you for listening to us, whether it was on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com. We're on a bunch of different sort of uh, networks and stuff now. I've added a couple more to it, but I'm, All right. I, haven't, I haven't actually added to this list. So it's going to be the standard ones, you know. You know, Apple Podcasts. If like if people listen to us, heard us on there, they can subscribe or leave a review. You know, you know, just get the word out about what we do yeah. every week. That would probably be yeah. quite nice. I was wondering if there's some tech person thinking, you know what, we need another podcast service. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there yeah. you go. There's that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, another podcast service. Oh, yeah, yeah good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it all feeds through to like places like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife. What are the networks we on to? Uh, fucking on, smooth. Thanks. Thank you. We're on Pod. Always keep a banana in your handbag. Helps with the bank when you give it a squeeze. Sometimes you just got to leave it there. Um... <laughs> You know, where where, where give can, you a banana a squeeze? Where can give you? There you go. That's your um, that's your bit of inspiration for the week, folks. Whatever you do <laughs> in the world, no matter where you are, uh, just make sure to keep that ripe fruit near. <laughs> give don't it a little squeeze. It. Don't squeeze too hard. You bruise it. Speaking of giving your banana a squeeze, don't forget. Long eye on this, but the 9th of July, we're thinking of yes. having a little meet up in London. Don't know where yet, but uh, I'm fucking um, down for that. The mighty cumber is over that day, so we're going to have a little a little drink. So we'll let you know. You can pop yeah. along. But until then, uh, thank you very much for listening. Where can people find us online, etc.? Tony, uh, neverindanything.com and watch for neverindanything.bigcartel.com for the new comic. Nice, Dan. You can find me on patreon.com forward slash Vanguard Comic and uh, Vanguard. We can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com. There's some real shit going to start going down the next couple of weeks so uh get get involved get on it and you can uh, find me on social media at jester diablo thank you everyone for listening to us each and every week um we really appreciate it yes you're all awesome and we love you very much don't we dan excuse me we, we oh put indeed. some effort into it come on sorry man, man. no we know we, we've all had a long week and that we record this at we the end of the, we the weekend so we're, we're all probably completely hanging right now so just know that we do love you even tony does no i might pretend to yeah, well, <laughs> he's off to run himself a bath but until then thank <laughs> you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening everyone um wherever you are in the world read comics make comics be nice to each other, and uh, be nasty to each other. No, no, the, awesome. com- the comics people have got to be nice to each other. I don't mean nasty and horrible. I'm fed up of people being horrible way. to each other, and, and recommend a comic to <laughs> someone, someone that might like it. We're fed up of people being horrible to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nelson Mandela here. Yeah, I'll shut you, bastard. I'm trying to be positive. Right, <laughs> have a brilliant week, everyone. From Dan, Tony, and myself. As always, <laughs> what should our lovely listeners do, guys? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. There you go. They they told you what you got to do, so go forth and do it. Bye, everyone. Bye. See ya.